This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming, and we've got a huge one for you in this. It's also related to a Reforge Radio episode I'll be doing later today. Here at Reforge Gaming, we're focused on topics. Reforge Radio is a little bit more news-oriented. You'll get a lot of news coverage, but the Ubisoft Plus is where we're going to be covering that. We'll be covering that over there. But I wanted to cover the PlayStation Plus game lineup is absolutely massive. 85-plus AAA titles by the end of 2022. This does include the Ubisoft Classics relationship that is forming. What does that mean for Game Pass and Ubisoft Plus? I've got the Sony blog right here ready to go. I'm going to comb through this with you right here at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to fast forward or anything. I'm going to use redirect to bring everybody over from this morning stream. We covered the 505 Games Live Showcase and now we are covering the PlayStation Plus just massive news of title after title after title it seems many people sort of decrying PS Plus saying it's not worth having and uh, not worth getting without those day and date first party titles I don't think that they are going to be able to say this anymore let's just comb through this blog together all new PlayStation Plus game lineup Assassin's Creed Valhalla Demon Souls, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, NBA 2K22, and more join the service. So they are coming out absolutely swinging. It's almost here. Our new PlayStation Plus service is launching soon, and we are pleased to share this with you. An early look at the games that will be included during the launch time frame. As we announced in March, there will be three benefit plans to choose from, all with exciting games to play. So there is Essential, there is Extra, and there is Premium. Monthly games, PlayStation Plus, Essential, Extra, and Premium. Uh, In the plan that you choose, you'll get the same benefits that are currently available to PlayStation Plus members. We have yet to announce the monthly games for June, but stay tuned for the PS blog. So we don't know what's coming yet in June. Uh, May was pretty good. Curse of the Dead Gods was one of the games in there, as well as the... Oh, shoot, what was that one? Tribes of Midgard. Uh, definitely, Definitely two games I would say are worth checking out now the ps4 and ps5 game catalog that is available for ps plus extra and premium we're focused on adding high quality titles into the playstation plus service for players to enjoy i'm pleased to share a selection of the content that will be available for playstation plus extra and premium deluxe plans playstation.com will be updated with the game list when it launches in your region Now, here's the thing. They are absolutely coming out swinging because if you go and look at the titles on Game Pass, I do think there are some pretty good bigger titles on there, but PlayStation is not messing around. They are absolutely throwing down the gauntlet. Alien Nation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, Dead Nation Apocalypse Edition, Death Stranding, and Death Stranding Director's Cut. Demon Souls. Now that's the remake because you can see there Blue Point Games PS5. So that's the remake. Uh, Destruction All Stars. Everybody's Golf. Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. You know what I think about Ghost of Tsushima. All right, you know. So that's a big. That's a big dog right there. God of War. Gravity Rush Two. Gravity Rush Remastered. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, just big titles. All these massive titles from the, di- the, the the catalog just being thrown on here. Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Son, Knack, Little Big Planet 3, Loco Remastered, Loco 2 Remastered, Marvel's Spider-Man, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Matterfall, Medieval, Patapon Remastered, Patapon 2 Remastered, Rezogun, Returnal! My, my game, Returnal, is on there. Shadow of the Colossus, 
Tearaway Unfolded, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted, The Nathan Drake Collection, Uncharted 4 Thieves End, Uncharted Lost Legacy, basically everything Uncharted, uh, Wipeout Omega Collection. This is all just first party, by the way. Everything I just read is just first party titles that are hitting PlayStation Plus day one, right? Day one, not messing around, making this a massive value. If you've not played even just one of these games or two of these games, enormous value because it's like, what, 120 for the dadgum year. So just two of these titles and the service is paid for itself, okay? And we haven't even gotten into third party. Third party, Ashen, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman Arkham Knight, Celeste, City Skylines, Control. We just talked about Control this morning with the 505 Showcase. We were hoping to see more about Control, and we didn't. And there you go. Guys, make sure and smash the like button. We're in a new stream. We came from that stream this morning. It was a bit of a bust. Help us with this stream since we had to shift so early. Switch to live chat. Switch uh, to live chat. And then make sure and uh, smash that like button. Uh, Dead Cells, oh that's a good one good for Dead Cells, little indie, not really a little indie, very well known indie, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Far Cry 4, Final Fantasy Royal Edition, For Honor Hollow Knight, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, we got that too on Game Pass, yeah I know, but that's still a nice third party relationship, Mortal Kombat 11 Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm, NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, keep in mind there are rumors and maybe even soft confirmation about the the PS5 show, uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X getting updated versions of Red Dead Redemption 2 very, very soon. Resident Evil, Soul Calibur, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, ah, ha, ha, Artful Escape, The Crew 2, Tom Clancy's The Division. Now, this is third party, but we have to add something in here. The reason I can say 85 plus AAA titles as we went through, added up all of the AAA titles in here, there will be 20 Ubisoft Classic games added to PS Plus with 50 being the target by the end of the year. Can I get that blog? Where is that blog? We were looking at that. Do, 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 do. Here it is. I got one from Yubi that we'll read. I've got it. Thank you. Um, and this one is is adding to this list of, of games, which I've got theories about the Ubisoft Plus thing. I want to save that for Reforge Radio. That's not a part of this show. Now, the Classic Games Catalog, they get into some details down here, and right here they say, Some remastered classics from previous console generations will be added to PlayStation Plus Premium and Deluxe Plan. Below is an early look of selection of games. Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, Super Stardust Portable, and then Third Party Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, Worms, Worms, World Party, Worms Armageddon. And then here are the Classic Catalog Remasters, Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, The Twilight of the Spirits, Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2, Fantavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X Combat Racing, Jack and Dexter, Rogue, Galaxy, Siren, Wild Arms 3, Third Party, Partners, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Kingdom of Amular, Re-Reckoning, Lego, Harry Potter Collection, Uh, Original PS3 Games, this is via Streaming, so if you're a PlayStation 3 person, the original Demon Souls, the PS3 version, Crash Commando, Echo Chrome, Hot Shots Golf Out of Bounds, as well as World Invitational, Eco, Infamous and Infamous 2, Infamous Festival of Blood, Loco Roco, 
Kororecho. I can't, I didn't say that right, I don't think. Motorstorm Apocalypse, Motorstorm RC, Puppeteer Rain, Ratchet and Clank, Quest for Booty, A Crack in Time, Into the Nexus. Hilarious. Residence 3, oh, I'm sorry, Resistance 3, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Jungle, When Vikings Attack, and then third-party partners down here, Asura's Wrath, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Enslaved Odyssey of the West, Fear, Lost Planet 2, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. That was that DLC. Now, they're showing here limited time trials what it might look like. Horizon Forbidden West. So Horizon Forbidden West is obviously not listed up above because this came out, you know, just recently, right? And they're showing a download trial, three-hour full-game trial included with your PlayStation Plus Premium subscription. Now, they said it was going to be two hours. Maybe they're going to bump it up for bigger games, games that take a little bit longer to get going. I'm not sure. They may adjust the time of the demo according to the title. Because like a $35 indie title, three hours is a long time for a $35 indie title. That could conceivably hurt uh, an indie title's reception. Uh, in in general, it could it could it could end up hurting it. Guys, get us to 100 likes uh, as we as we come off that full steam 505 stream this morning. So limited time game trials. So this is just a sample of some of the titles that will be part of it. Now this has me a little bit concerned, and I might have to walk back some of what I said. We're not quite sure how the trials are going to roll out. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection and Horizon Forbidden West, and then third party Cyberpunk Farming Sim. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and WWE 2K222. Like, so I assumed maybe too much. They said a two hour minimum. Oh, two hour minimum. That might be too low. That might be too, again, too long for indies. I assumed that time trials would be something that was available on all games, $35 and up. I may have assumed too broad in that. The time limited game trial benefit will enable you to try select games before you buy. After downloading a trial of the full game, you can play it for two hours for most games. The playtime counter only counts while you are in the game. Okay, so they're saying select and then they're saying most games. They confirmed on Twitter, somebody working on this project confirmed on Twitter that the devs would not be required to do anything and beyond that beyond that they said that it would have to be $35 and higher making it sound like all of those games would be included and here they're saying select and then they're saying most games I've been saying you know every game above 35 that's a huge value point I really hope they extend this as far as it can go because I think it's a huge value point to people trials are point forward from launch of the server service you misread trials are point forward what do you mean by that Eugene um, it's a great way to try games before you decide to buy and any trophies and game save data from the trial period will carry forward into your purchase here are some of the titles that will be part of the time limited game trials so it's, it sounds to me like it's going to be potentially limited when it rolls out the games available in your PlayStation Plus game catalog will continue to refresh and evolve over time so there's always something new to play so my conclusion after reading this is that sony is absolutely not messing around they're not going back and making trials so it's everything going forward then you misread trials are point forward from launch of the service so that's why they're saying most and that's why they're saying select because they're not going to retroactively add trials that makes sense maybe eventually they will maybe eventually they will go back and do that if it's a hit because it could add 
purchase purchase volume. It could it could add purchase volume. Like, hey, we're gonna, we're going to go back and make these make these playable. Isn't it all games? I've been saying all games. I've probably been misspeaking. It's all games going forward. So all future releases, I'll be able to go in, look at the newest releases on my PlayStation 5, anything $35 and above, I will be able to sample it for a minimum of two hours. Again, I'm a little concerned $35 to $40 indie titles, a two-hour trial might be too much of the game. They'll have to to case-by-case basis that. So my trials are full game though, just saying better value. But what you're not, I think what you're continuing to misunderstand, Mo, is you're not getting trials of all future releases. You're not, that's not, that's not how Game Pass works. Game Pass is select titles every month, which PlayStation Plus is also getting. That's a one-to-one match. Xbox Game Pass gets new games every month that you can play the full game. PlayStation Plus gets new games every month that I can play full game. The trials is something completely separate over and above the basic offering and the catalog. Keep in mind, they're also seemingly creating a great relationship with Ubisoft because Ubisoft Plus is apparently coming to all platforms. It's no longer coming to Game Pass, which formerly everybody thought it was going to, and it's not. But it seems that PlayStation is getting some special treatment from Ubisoft with Ubisoft Classics, 20 games to start, and 50 by the end of the year. Let me let me read this to you. This is an official post from Ubisoft. Now, Ubisoft has failed to say anything of significance about coming to Microsoft. They haven't said anything, all right? They have not said anything. So right here, the Ubisoft classics. Now, let's read the whole press. Ubisoft will come to PlayStation in the future, Ubisoft Plus, bringing access to more than 100 titles, additional content packs, and rewards to the platform. The subscription service is currently available on PC, Stadia, and Amazon Luna, offering players day one releases, classic games, and premium editions, and ultimately will be available on PlayStation and Xbox. So Ubisoft Plus is coming to all platforms, right? But I think some people were assuming it would be like an upper tier version of the Game Pass, and it is not. It's just a subscription service that you're giving money directly to Ubisoft Plus. So that doesn't represent some kind of a special relationship with Microsoft. However, this paragraph and below tells me that Ubisoft is developing a special relationship with Sony. We'll cover this more in depth on Reforge Radio this afternoon. Ubisoft also revealed that beginning May 24th, it will launch a new Ubisoft Plus subscription for PlayStation Plus called Ubisoft Plus Classics. Ubisoft Plus Classics on PlayStation is a curated selection of popular games, including top-selling Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Division, and For Honor, as well as beloved classic games like Child of Light, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, Watch Dogs, Werewolves Within, and more. The Ubisoft Plus Classics catalog... A PlayStation Plus will launch with 27 titles and will grow to 50 by the end of 2022. Check out the full list of day one games below. So this to me is more, I think I think this is pointing to a UB, Sony UB buyout. That's what I think is happening. I don't know if Sony just threw a ton of money at them or if they successfully purchased UB and we just haven't seen the announcement yet. A $5 tip from Ratchet through Super Chat. I saw no PS2 Ratchet and Clank. Does that mean no matter what type of plus I get, no PS2 Ratchet and Clank? If I'm wrong, then what is happening? It was the preliminary list. I don't know Ratchet. 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla, For Honor, The Crew 2, Child of Light, Eagle Flight, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Far Cry 4, Legendary Fishing, Risk, Urban Assault, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, South Park, The Stick of Truth, Space Junkies, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Starlink Battle for Atlas, Steep, The Crew, The Division, Trackmania Turbo, Transference, Trials Fusion, Trials of the Blood Dragon Game, Trials Rising, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, Watch Dogs, Werewolves Within, Zombie. With Ubisoft Plus Classics, we're providing PlayStation players with another way to enjoy Ubisoft games on their consoles, said Chris Early, Ubisoft Senior Vice President of Partnerships. This is just the beginning, wink wink, as we will ultimately make Ubisoft Plus available on PlayStation owners as we continue to build our vision and provide players with more options to access their favorite games wherever they are. Ubisoft Plus Classics will launch bundled with the PlayStation Plus Extra or PlayStation Plus Premium subscription tiers on May 24th in Asia, June 13th in North and South America, and June 23rd in Europe. For more details, visit PlayStation.com forward slash plus. To learn more about some of the games available on Ubisoft Plus Classics, check out The Crew 2's newest season, uh, a look inside Far Cry's villains, and Ubisoft's strange history of cat boats so they are adding ubisoft plus classics to both the extra and plus tiers i'm telling you this points to something else going on this is not just i don't think this is just a handshake between playstation and ubi i think ubi i think the ink on the contract is currently drying i think they've been purchased by sony Sony isn't going to buy them. The family that owns Yubi went on record saying they weren't willing to sell. They could be a smokescreen, but it doesn't seem that way And uh, for what's said by them. No, I know they said that, Sean. They were trying to avoid being bought by, like... No, 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 that's not true, Sean. They said there were private equity firms trying to buy them, and they were trying to put a stop to it. They said they were willing to be purchased, but they had all the means necessary to continue to operate independent. Who does that sound like? Who recently got bought by Sony and and used similar language about continuing to be independent? Bungie said that. Yubi said they were actively seeking to be purchased while maintaining they had all the tools, necessary pieces and equipment and, and, and IP and value to continue to function independent. The other company that recently got bought by Sony that had very similar language about continuing to be independent was Bungie. So I could see a very similar relationship and buyout that has already taken place between Sony and Ubisoft. They went and said they'll accept offers. They're okay with, the, uh, but they're uh, if they're okay, they don't want people taking over. You know that was years ago. This is recent. No, no, I just read press briefings about this, Sean. We just covered this recently. It wasn't years ago that they said that they were willing to be purchased and had the tools necessary to remain independent. That was, Those are press briefings from like a week ago that I read. Unless the reason UB Plus isn't full on Xbox yet is because of this. Cliffo, I'm telling you, there's nothing official. We searched the Ubisoft website for this. There's nothing official there. That's a Sony uh, offensive for multi-plat service games. That's right. Ubisoft has been trying to get bought since 2020. They were cash-strapped not too long ago. And recently they went on record saying that they could, t- they could continue to function independently. They said this, right? They said that they were well in position to maintain and to continue to be independent. Like a week ago they said this. Meaning they're open to being purchased and bought, but they're just not sure what it will look like. Ubisoft Plus will be on both. Ubisoft Plus doesn't matter to me, Mo, and here's why. Ubisoft Plus is just something that Ubisoft that makes Ubisoft money. 
They're throwing that subscription service everywhere they can. PC, Luna, here you go, Xbox, here you go, PlayStation. And yet, when they come to PlayStation, they go over and above. They say, no, 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 Ubisoft Classics is going to get bundled into PlayStation Plus Extra and PlayStation Plus, Plus Premium. They're not doing that with Xbox. If they're doing that with Xbox, it has yet to be announced. And I don't see PlayStation playing ball and saying, you could put it on both. It's either us or them, is what Sony likely said. I think Sony bought them. Ubisoft won't be a family company for much longer. Uh, Giles is the last one remaining. His son left Ubisoft. They're not putting first party day and date. They're going to try to get third party games. That's right. February 18th. Uh, so Sven just found a quote from February 18th. During Ubisoft's earning conference call today, CEO Yves Gilmont spoke on the possibility of the company being acquired. If there was an offer, the board of directors will, of course, review it in the interest of all stakeholders. While Ubisoft is open to the discussion of buyouts, they are also confident they can continue to be independent. Yeah, they, they, they're open to both. And I think the one company that could buy them, the one company that could buy them and let them stay independent is 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 uh is Sony and and Ubisoft Plus will not be a part of Game Pass at in any capacity according to the gamer.com they reported on this recently they have to start somewhere but where are the other third party new games well here's the thing commando g man where are the third what do you mean where are the third party new games you're asking that question about Sony. Just ask that question in general, bro. Where are the third-party new games? Where are they? There's nothing. There's not that much coming out this year from big AAA titles. Now that could all change in Summer Games Fest, and there could be a bunch of surprise announcements. But what do you mean? Like in general, sure, yeah, you're right. They don't have any third-party AAA games to announce being on PlayStation Plus because there's none announced right now. We don't even know when most of these games are coming. I don't think Ubisoft is going to be sold. All this is speculation based off uh, such a nothing comment. All right, fine. Yeah, no, they're open to being bought. They feel they can still operate and be independent. Sony was looking to make another purchase and Sony and Ubisoft just announced that Ubisoft Classics is coming to the PlayStation Plus Extra and PlayStation Plus Premium. Sure, I'm basing it all off of a nothing comment. You're right. My my speculation is so ill-informed. They never said they were going to Game Pass anyway. Mo, a portion of Ubisoft Plus is going to PlayStation Plus. Ubisoft Plus Classics is a special section of Ubisoft Plus that is coming to PlayStation Plus and nothing from Ubisoft Plus is hitting Game Pass. That's a significant thing. Don't downplay that. You do- you downplay that and you're going to miss you're going to miss what I'm trying to say here. I'm not saying that Ubisoft Plus as a whole was slated to come to Game Pass. I'm saying they created a special version and shoved it into Game Pass and so and shoved it into PlayStation Plus and not Game Pass. Why is that? That's the question you should be asking. Did they write? Did, did Sony write a check, or is there a contract that's been signed? That's what money does. I thought I thought Sony didn't have enough money to pull this kind of stuff off. I thought Microsoft had like unlimited funds. I thought Microsoft had more money. Why did, they should have been able to snag this easy? This should have been an easy bag. Hey, we already have Game Pass up and running. We already have Game Pass up and running. Yeah, come over here with your Ubisoft Plus Classics. 
They get a game day and date though? What do you mean? I'm not looking for salt. I'm saying that what they are offering is one service is an amazing value for people who are not super gamers like you or I. Aren't you the one always screaming how much money Microsoft has that Sony is broke? That's what I'm saying. How did they how do they have enough money to swing this? Unless it wasn't a matter of writing a fat check. Unless it was a matter of buying them. They bought them. That's what I think. For me and you, it's a name change. No, they aren't marketing towards us. But like I said, Ubisoft grab puts me at ease. Oh, you think they grab them as well? For for what? Who cares about classics? So right now, being able to sign up for PlayStation Plus and get 27 Ubi titles and 50 by the end of the year, including games like Valhalla, For Honor, as well as uh, Far Cry 4, which is you know fairly new, not super new, and the Division. Oh, that's just the regular Division. I thought that was gonna that needs to be the Division two for it to matter. Who cares about the original Division? I'll agree with that. That's not really helpful, but they're 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 launching with twenty something titles, fifty by the end of the year. Plenty of these titles are are really good, are 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 certainly worth playing. If you're gonna sit here and tout out Game Pass's backlog of games that are available as a value point, you have to look at this too. Any idea what UB is being valued at? I've not seen that stated anywhere, Zubair. You don't like Far Cry or Watch Dogs. This is going to be a no. This is going to be no good for you. Yeah, two titles out of twenty-seven. Which, thanks for speaking for me. I actually really like Far Cry, but okay, uh, that's what two titles out of fifty by the end of the year. And this is just an ed- added bonus to PlayStation Plus. I'm not signing up for PlayStation Plus to go back and play old games. I'm signing up for PlayStation Plus to be able to trial any game that's priced above thirty thirty-five dollars that launches after this initiative. And this is just an added bonus. This is just more. It's just more stuff. I, I don't understand. What? Why would? Why would two games? What two games pigeonholes the entire value structure of PlayStation Plus? Two Ubisoft titles. Far Cry covers about ten titles. I said it's good for the new, but what about the old? I'm not sure what you mean, Mo. Game Pass is a better value point because I know it will include new titles, not just old titles. I would have already bought full price or on sale. Yeah, Talorn, people keep telling me that. Answer me this. For the entire calendar year of 2022, how many day and date big new titles are you getting? Because right now, it's very thin and it's going to be thin for the rest of the year. So why are you spending money on a service that's not even good for most of the year? You're saying it has better value because of this. Okay, where are those titles then? I think the Ubisoft deal is just for the service only. I think Ubisoft is remaining separate so they can put their titles else everywhere. Ubisoft getting purchased by Sony would not restrict their titles from being everywhere as it would be a similar deal that that Sony just inked with uh, Bungie. Existing properties continue to be spread and make tons of money. They don't want to do that. They're not going to buy Bungie and restrict Destiny. They wouldn't buy UB and restrict their titles either. Why? Because they can make money off of them. They've talked about that. How their acquisitions will be to have more titles in more places. They're not against that anymore. They're going to still have their own first party exclusives, but Sony has no problem acquiring studios and acquiring properties and having their property everywhere. They don't give a frick about that anymore unless it's a first party title like 
God of War or something. And even that they've opened up to get to make more money off of with PC releases. At later dates, obviously. No one talks about what you talk about. That's a casual gamer, and there are more casuals than hardcore. I'm not sure what you mean, Troy. I'm telling you what, I've never played Far Cry, and if they offered a couple for free, that's the only way I'd ever give the franchise a try. If it hooked me, then we'd see. Yeah, you'd want to start with Far Cry 3. I think you'd really like Far Cry 3, and then Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, Derek. Far Cry 3 was immaculate, one of the best villains in gaming history, and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon you would just love. It was, it's just 80s, 80s, 80s inspired humor action goodness. It's, it's tr- it was truly an amazing little DLC. The other ones I think you can kind of take or leave. Pagan Min was really good in Far Cry 4, but he wasn't in the game enough. He was basically like the Joker in the Dark Knight, just not in the not in the game enough. Far Cry 5 I enjoyed, but it got it got very samey. I owned every PlayStation console and I still feel like this is a good deal. It's all subjective. The big games like Ghost of Tsushima will be time-limited trials, right? Unless it's part of the monthly release. No, Ghost of Tsushima is literally a part of the list of titles hitting PlayStation Plus. It's not a time trial. It is not a time trial. First-party PlayStation Studios titles listed here are just getting added to PlayStation Plus. Both both the both the um the extra and the premium tiers. So the lowest tier doesn't get all this. That's already been stated. That's not news. The second tier and the highest tier get all of these titles. The Bloodborne remake, Days Gone, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Returnal, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted Collection, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Like, anything that you could possibly think of. So Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Like, any Sony title that you skipped out on is is on here. There's nothing that isn't on here unless it's a very new title like Forbidden West or when Ragnarok drops, but then those will have trials. That's tier. This is the mid and the high. The, the lowest tier doesn't get all these games. The lowest tier is like, I forget the details. The lowest tier is like online access and what, two games a month or whatever the frick. Far Cry 6 was the same way. I love the villain, but he's not in the game enough. I mean, it's Giancarlo, though. So, slang amount of him, any amount of him makes me happy. Yeah, John, Giancarlo Esposito is just is immaculate and brilliant, but yeah, he, he wasn't in it enough. The biggest question for me is, how long will Sony make you wait before a new title is added? Can we download these titles, or are they streaming only? The only ones that are streaming are the PS3 titles, from what I read today. PS3 titles will be will be streaming. Original PS3 games via streaming. All those other titles are not via streaming. As far as I know, if you want to, you can though. I'm going all the way to premium, but extra looks like the sweet spot. Yeah, I bet you they end up with a ton of people in extra. I bet you they do, just because the amount of titles for such a, such a small amount of money. Who's going to pay more than 60 for PS Plus for 20 plus old games? Some people are sick of PlayStation Plus. I got news for you. This The funnel of people that are going to be on PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium is going to be absolutely massive. I just I don't think you know what you're talking about, with respect. You're acting like Bloodborne, Days Gone, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, 
uh, God of War, both Spider-Mans, Marvel uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales, Returnal, The Last of Us Remastered, all of the Uncharted games, literally every Uncharted game that exists, uh, you're acting like, oh, these are old games. You freaking kidding me? Like, these are some of the greatest games you can play on that platform. And you're acting like somebody with a PlayStation isn't going to subscribe to this. If you've missed out on just two of these games, the service pays for itself. Do you want to buy those two games for 120 bucks, Or do you want to spend 120 for the entire year? And you get all this stuff. Oh, and you get two games a month. Oh, and you can try out any game you want that, that's above $35 if it's a new release. I just don't understand. I, I, I honestly think so many people that are turning their nose up to this don't even have a PlayStation. It's like you're not even the target audience. Extra's likely where most people will land. Um, But I am already at play, PlayStation Plus Premium, so I'm happy Sony is coming out swinging. Yeah, I agree with that. Sony PlayStation Plus Extra is 8 bucks a month. Most folks played those, and yes, they are old games. Do we... It's so what about Game Pass, Mo? Like, let's let's be fair. Let's be fair. You you're gonna sit here and say, oh, those are old games. Okay, well, so is 90% of what Game Pass offers. 90% of what Game Pass offers is just a bunch of old games. But that's still a value point. That's a ton of games that you could try out, install, your friends are over, you wanna reminisce, your 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 nephews are over, you wanna get an older game that you know they like. Like, it's a great value. You can't you can't act like the way well, you think Game Pass isn't just busting at the seams with old games? Give me a freaking break. Run the numbers and tell me how many new titles are on Game Pass compared to old. Really? Be fair. I'm not saying it's not a value point, but if you say it's not a value point of PlayStation Plus, then be consistent. It's also a giant devaluation of Game Pass then. Most people, but a couple of games are a year out at most. Oh, most people buy a couple of games a year most. Right, like that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a huge value. I only got Days Gone because it ported to PC. So the fact that I'd be able to get it on my PS5 with this, that's that's such a dunker. Bloodborne, if it ever gets a 60 FPS upgrade on the PS5, I get that. There's so many games in here I never touched that I would be like, well, let me check that one out. Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Son. I would try those out. I never tried them out. I barely touched Miles Morales, so you might as well say I didn't touch it. I didn't touch The Last Guardian. I never played The Last of Us Remastered. I never played through my entire Uncharted uh, Nathan Drake collection when I got my PS4 disc. I don't even know what happened to the disc. Boom. I get that. Not saying that, my friend, but I get new games. So does this service. This service does get new games. You just We just don't get them day and date. The idea that because we don't get day and date, the entire service is worthless, then your service is worthless for most of the year. I can't stress that enough. If you're going to continue to discount PlayStation Plus because they don't get new games day and date and Xbox Game Pass does, then you just said that Game Pass sucks for most of the year. If PlayStation Plus sucks because it doesn't get new games day and date, then so does Game Pass for most of the year. I have another question for you. Are those old games getting anything done to them or 
Are they how they come? It depends on the game. Tsushima, God of War, and Zero Dawn all got free updates on the PS5. I don't know about the rest of these. I'd have to research each individual one. Demon Souls was a remake for PS5, so we know that one that one applies as well. Death Stranding also got an update for free. I believe Days Gone did as well. So a lot of these did get free updates, yes. Uh, Spider-Man got a free update. Spider-Man Miles Morales got a free update. Last of Us Remastered uh, I think got a free update as well. The Uncharted games, I can't remember if they got free updates or not. A lot of them just run better on the PS5 because they had that option in the menu. Any game is new if you've never played it before. (laughs) Creature says, name a title you're getting at all this year, much less day and date. Flight Sim, Psychonauts, Halo, Forza Tactics, and Gears 5. Yeah, and how many of those launched last year, Mo? We're halfway through the year, and how many of those launched last year? All of them, right? Wait, wait was Forza this year? Or la- no, Forza was last year. Those are all last year, Mo! So you're gonna pay for Game Pass all of 2022. Where are the games? If you're going to sit here and smack talk PS Plus because it doesn't get day and date for the whole calendar year of 2022, what are you getting? Because you just named a bunch of games from last year. So that's my point. They offer different value points. Game Pass offers different value points. PlayStation Plus offers different value points. And you and every other Game Pass worshiper says, well, we get games day and date. We get new games. That makes it superior. Where the frick are the games, bro? Where are they? I was was asked to name three in the last year. Where are the games for 2022, Mo? I'm asking you, where are they? I'm not saying Game Pass is worthless without new games day and date, but you're basically arguing that this entire year is garbage for Xbox. What's this quote? Eugene found a quote. Also, players who have previously purchased the digital version of select games from the original PlayStation and PSP generation will not have to make a separate purchase or sign up for to PlayStation Plus to play these titles on the PS4 and the PS5. When these titles are released for the PS4 and the PS5, players can head to the PlayStation Store and download the version. So any titles you own from PlayStation 1 or PSP, you automatically get, even if you're not a Plus subscriber. They just You're going to add them to your library. You're getting Plague's Tale, 40K and scorn okay so you're spent that I, I just oh it just feels so bonkers mo you're spending for the entire year then for those three titles trek to yomi trek to yomi was not a triple a title day and date indie titles are not what i'm talking about i'm talking about big triple a titles Plenty of games will hit PlayStation Plus day and date that aren't big AAA. We, we, we already know that. They've done that before. Premium Deluxe members will have a selection of popular classic games to play with some titles that will show improved frame rates and higher quality resolution compared to their original launch versions. Yeah, it's not every game though. It's not like a universal thing that they did across the board. Like, I'm not going to sit here and deny that Game Pass doesn't get dope stuff. I just looked last night and saw some cool games in there. Again, 
Uh, Loot River, Unsold. You guys mentioned Tunic. Trek to Yomi. Trek to Yomi wasn't that good, but it hit their day and date, right? But those are not big AAA titles. There's going to be day and date third parties on PlayStation Plus. They already get them. It already happens. Lono, it costs $60 to play online. It's only another 60 for Game Pass. You only get one game a year to break even. Okay? So, with with Sony PlayStation Plus, if I haven't, if I've skipped over any of their first party titles that are getting added to the library, I just need to play two of them and I've gained, right? Let's say I skipped out on Miles Morales and I skipped out on, um, I don't know, one of the Uncharted's. Let's say I skipped out on uh, Zero Dawn or Death Stranding or Tsushima, whatever. If I skipped out on two of them, I make all my money back because I don't have to buy them. I don't have to buy them. They're just included. And there's day and date indies or third parties all year round that saves me money. And I can do trials of any game $35 or higher as long as it's a new release. Previous games aren't going to get the trials. New games going forward will get the trials. Saving me money. I get to try out all those games and potentially save tons of money. Like, I don't understand. Your trump card, your big, your big, you know, ace on the river is we get... We get big AAA titles day and date. If you start trotting out little little titles, if you start trotting out little titles like Tunic, you're not proving your point because Sony gets those as well. I am sitting here trying to say both subscription services have great value. You guys that are pro Game Pass continue to say things like PlayStation Plus is worthless. PlayStation Plus is trash. And the reason given every time is you're not getting big AAA titles day and date. And my response is always the same. How many big AAA titles are you getting day and date this year? And when you have to say none, you basically just indicted the very thing you're trying to claim is superior. You're not seeing the logic flaw. It's killing me that you're not seeing that logic flaw. Every time you trot out that argument, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to say, okay, for this entire calendar year of 2022, how many big AAA titles are you getting day and date? And when your answer is zero, you just said that Xbox Game Pass is, as you say, trash or worthless. Why? Because you're spending money and you're not getting the very trump card value point that you claim is so amazing. You're not even getting it. I'm trying to show you that both subscription services have their value. It just hits people differently. To decry one is worthless because it doesn't have something that you don't even get for most of the year is just not arguing in good faith. It's intellectually dishonest to sit here and act like Game Pass is so superior for this one particular reason, and that reason is absent for the entire calendar year. We get no first party this year, which is blanking crap. Well, what AAA are you going to get this year, Mo? I'm sorry, third party. I didn't mean to say AAA. I meant to say third party. What third party AAA are you getting this year? Any? Back for Blood, Outriders, MLB The Show, Rainbow Six Extraction didn't drop day one on Game Pass? No, no, no. I'm talking about this year. Dave Dunlap says, as a Game Pass user, I think the new PS Plus plans look good. I'm trying to show you that you can praise both subscriptions for different reasons. That's all I'm trying to show. 
already got Rainbow Six Extraction and had fun with it when I played it. Game Pass will get Blizzard games. I'm an Xbox Game Pass dude, says Cody. Game Pass just recently started dropping some AAA titles. I don't understand the animosity towards PS whatsoever. I love this for gaming. Right, but the, the, the argument's day and date, Cody. I'm trying to show the flaw in the argument. I think both both subscription services are great. I think both subscription services have great value. To decry one is worthless because it doesn't get day and date AAA titles is so silly since Game Pass is getting virtually no AAA titles day and date this year. Every month, think of it this way. Every month that you don't get a big AAA game day and date, you've basically said that was a worthless month. You threw your money away. According to your own logic, let's say you go six months with no big AAA game day and date. You just argued that Game Pass was worthless for those six months. It's a silly argument. I'm not saying that Game Pass is worthless. I have Game Pass. It's great. I'm going to have PlayStation Plus Premium. It's going to be great. I feel like if you don't have both subscriptions, then you don't have an argument. I'm not sure what you mean. PS owners need to thank Game Pass. Competition's good for the consumer. They thank Game Pass for nothing. They're coming. Blame Phil's predecessor. Listen, we're having a spicy morning already. Uh, we are we're doing everything we can to not talk about the Ubisoft portion of this. We're saving that for Reforge Radio this afternoon. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Hit that subscribe button. Even though we get a little fiery and spicy here, we keep it safe for work. We do a talk show like this Monday through Friday. We also do another talk show in the afternoons that's more about lots of news. Here we stick to one main topic for the duration of the show. If you're enjoying the content, uh, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. A lot of people treat me like video game sort of a podcast you can throw on in the background of your day again because i am safe for work you can do that with confidence is it available now wheezy i was trying to get it because we're gonna run out of we're gonna run out of time um unfortunately we are we are gonna run out of time we're not gonna be able to we're not gonna be able to take this long enough to take us all the way to radio unfortunately um and i was gonna at least maybe showcase it yeah i see it it's available now are the servers borked though That would be my biggest concern is that the servers are going to be friggin' borked. Is there a release of PS games for their Game Pass service? Yes, there is. Googly Moogly says, It's a silly argument because most AAA games are crap and I don't value them anyways. I'd rather have access to classics myself. They're here. The wait is over. I just grabbed it. Yeah, I'm gonna grab it just in case. We might. I, I created every. I created everything. I created the thumbnail description for everything for V Rising. If we if we feel like we need to, you know, we need to do that. As far as you know, if we run out of time on this one. This has been spicy, and we're gonna keep on talking. I'm enjoying it. Please read. Derek said, "If a player had money to burn, then they would pay for both." Most of us don't, so it boils down to what systems do you have and what games are your jam. That's it. That's the debate. That's the game. One right. Right, like that's my primary issue with the discussion and the debate is if if I was going to make accurate criticisms of either of the subscription services, I wouldn't be zeroing in on AAA titles day and date because neither of them are going to do that very often. 
Were there any spicy announcements in the previous stream worth watching? No, sax boy. That VOD will do fine because people are interested, but it's not worth your time. Do you think the wife... I think you meant to say wide. The wide adoption of subscription-based payment method for games will change the development of AAA games? No, because AAA games are going to start... Listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. AAA titles... AAA titles will be avoiding... They will be avoiding subscription services day and date. I don't think they're going to want to be on them. I'm here to tell you. Services are very similar. If we were, if I were buying and had to choose, it would come down to just one game or two. Let me explain to you the beauty of both these subscription services. Okay? Let's say you have both consoles. One month, you can spend a whopping $8.00. And you can play virtually any of the biggest titles that Sony's ever released. God of War, Zero Dawn, Ghost of Tsushima, Days Gone, Death Stranding, every Uncharted frickin' game that exists, both Spider-Man games, okay? For like eight bucks. And guess what? You could do that for a couple of months, okay? Eight bucks, now you're up to 16, now you're up to 24. 90 days has passed, and you've spent a whopping like $25. And in those 90 days, you could play an an insane amount of games and have an amazing time. And then cancel it. And then sign up for Game Pass and play through any of the great backlog that they have. Why are you... like? That's my point. Creating this narrow qualifier of what's good or bad is just ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Imagine all the people that are waiting to get their hands on a PS5. The value they're going to get from PlayStation Plus is just absurd. It's absolutely absurd. You finally get your hands on a PlayStation 5. Returnal, the updated Tsushima, Zero Dawn, God of War, Days Gone, Death Stranding, all updated and look mind-blowing. Spider-Man, both Spider-Man games got an update. You finally get your hands on a PS5. And you, here's, here's $8, Sony, and you just, they're like, back it up, boys. Beep, beep. He gave us $8. Boom. And they just bury you in games. Award-winning games just buried in them. But you don't get day and date triple X. Shut up. Just shut up. (laughs) Who cares about that? It's a massive, massive win for gamers to have to have this level of value poured on like this. Ab- absolutely massive. And 600 unannounced titles. Yes. Just crazy. I think you hit on a good point. Maybe the play is to not stay subscribed to these services year-round. Maybe you pick and choose those months. That's exactly my point. Like, to dismiss... PlayStation Plus because of this one particular thing, well then just dismiss Game Pass. Just don't even subscribe for most of the dadgum year. Lono, do you think AAA will avoid these subscriptions but they'll be bought out into nearly and have no choice? What do you think Microsoft's doing? Just shut your whore mouth already, BB. <laughs> yeah, what do you think Microsoft's doing, Russell? Microsoft's gob... I'm telling you right now, Microsoft gobbled up developers because they knew this was a short road. Indie titles and AAA titles are walking away from Game Pass for day and date. Watch it happen. So what's Game Pass say? This isn't going to last. This isn't going to last. 
all these game companies are seeing the decline in sales. They're not going to want to do Game Pass again. We need to put our own content on Game Pass. So what do they do? They're buying up developers. They snag Bethesda. They want Activision Blizzard. Why? Because they will not be able to maintain the current flow of throwing indies and AAA third parties on Game Pass day and date. You're already seeing the exodus. And because of the exodus, because of the exodus, they are going to start having to rely on their own stuff. That's why they're buying these companies up. It's like, listen, I got respect for Microsoft's hustle. I do. I got respect for the hustle. I I really and truly do. They saw what was happening and they were like, we're going to have to write some fat checks to make this work. We're going to need our own titles because nobody's going to want to be on Game Pass day and date. And we've sold day and date as a huge value point. We're going to have a really, really hard time convincing indie titles and AAA devs to be on Game Pass because it's just not profitable for them. We pay them a nice lump sum, but then the the, the developers are paid off of quantity of sales from the publishers a lot of the times. So making less sales is completely contrary to their business interests. Imagine being a developer like what happened with Outriders. Do you know how many developers are in that relationship? How many developers are in that relationship where they're paid a royalty according to quantity of sales? How does that line up with with Game Pass day and date? It's contrary to it. Wait, we're risking not getting royalties if we throw our game on Game Pass. Why would we freaking do that? So that's why Microsoft did what they did. It's not hustle, it's desperation. I mean, I wouldn't call it desperation. I I would call it a very, very smart move. I don't think third-party AAA games were ever going to be on Game Pass. We got lucky with some, and when some came, it's never sold. Uh, it was never sold that third-party would be. Okay, but but the the that's been one of the claims recently. Oh, we get we get big titles day and date. We get big titles day and date. If you got to whittle it down to first party, then your week, then your year looks really really thin. As long as you're happy with your console and service, that's really all that matters. If you have no interest in the opposing console, it's kind of irrelevant. That's been one of my points recently is a lot of you guys talk about how a lot of you guys talk about how like, you know, I, I that, that looks terrible, that has no value, blah 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 blah, and you don't even own a Sony, so what difference does it make? Like what difference does it make? You're you're not even you're not even in the funnel. You're not even a potential consumer. I have no interest in either Game Pass or PS Plus. Now, if Sony was to do a great collection of hard-to-find JRPGs, I'd be up for it. Geek to Sneak coming in with a $2 tip through Super Chat. Thank you so much. Guys, let's work on some of the daily milestones. Let's get 200 likes. We only need 24 more likes. We haven't sold an order of coffee yet, and we have not gotten a new member yet. So let's try to work on that. I really appreciate that support. The ongoing support of the coffee has been stupendous. Uh, The membership continues to go up. We are working on getting to 600 members, so we really need your help with that. If you've never become a member before on YouTube, you get two extra streams a week. One of those is with my wife on Friday nights. It's great. Uh, We've got a big Fall Guys community game night planned for next month that you're going to want to be a part of. It's going to be stellar. You will need to be a member for that. So five bucks a month gets you a ton of extra goodies. If you're not a member, don't worry. Most of the week is not members. We do anywhere from 10 to 14 streams on this channel that are not members only. Uh, We do a stream on Thursday afternoon and Friday night. That's it. But those are there and made available to you. We're going to try something for for Friday night, I think. 
I'm going to try a members-only premiere that night and see if that notifies people more effectively than just going live. Not a normal premiere, a members-only premiere. I just want to see if it pings more efficiently. Abe says, I brought a bag of Dark Rose to work. My boss loved it. He wanted to know where I got it from, so I told him. I think he subbed to the channel. Now he's going to know I don't be working and just chat here. Uh Uh-oh, Abe. You exposed yourself. You just played yourself. Uh, I honestly barely use my Game Pass subscription, says Crispy Bogod, but basically just a couple of bucks a month, more than my normal Xbox Live membership. If I pay, if I play on a game every two months, it's still a value. Well, and that's the thing, right? Mo is the homie, but I don't see why he isn't banned during Microsoft discussions. I think Mo, Mo brings a great value to the show. Mo has a perspective that a lot of people on that side of the fence have, and it's great to interact with it. It's great for people to hear us interacting about it. Paid opposition. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to get you more coffee orders. Thank you, Abe. I'm on PC, and I don't mind the limited releases Game Pass provides. It's just great value. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like having both. I'll be honest with you. I'm really bummed that we missed out on Loot River and Unsold. If I would have saw, if I would have seen those hit Game Pass sooner, I would have played them and I would have recorded gameplay for our first look channel. I 100% would have done that because I think it would have been, you know, um, it would have been worth it. Solid game. It would have been worth playing those like when they landed. This guy says, maybe just maybe the reason I like it is because I only own an Xbox and prefer Xbox. Makes sense, lol. Yeah, that's a good reason to like it. (laughs) So, Playtale Requiem doesn't have a release date. Oh, it doesn't have a release date? If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about the PS Plus News. 85 plus AAA titles coming within the first year of it launching. By the end of this year, between everything that PlayStation's offering from their own PlayStation Studios catalog to third-party titles to the Ubisoft Classics, it's going to be a massive amount of games. We're kind of debating the differences between. I actually think both PlayStation Plus... I think PS Plus and Xbox Game Pass have massive value. Yo, Top Reply, first new member of the day. Welcome on in, Top Reply. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. I stand with Mo sometimes. They did weird stuff. Hey, another one. Double members jumping in. BM renewing and jumping back in the member pool. Thank you so much, BM. Guys, let's get a little member train going. If you've never done a membership on YouTube, you can click the join button or type exclamation point join in the chat. And then click the link from Nightbot. Let's get a little, we can get a little train going, get a bunch of names up at the top of the chat. We've been getting those periodically. Requiem is slated for 2022 release, but no specific date yet. Yeah, that basically means it's coming in 2023. If, I mean, if they have a 2022 slated release date, but no specific date yet, it's probably getting bumped to 2023. I mean, to be quite honest. Yes, I was on the old channel, thought I was already a member. Well, top reply, we are going to do our best to let people know over on uh, Reforge First Look that we've moved Reforge Radio. It's now a gaming show. I meant to record a video this morning to let everybody know, but I didn't do it. I'm going to do that all throughout this week, I think. Just a little short video saying, hey, here's what we're talking about. This video is going to redirect you to the live show. We'll do that for a couple of days just to try to rattle that sub base's cage just to be like, what? Come on, pay attention to what we're doing. Um... I'm excited as Xbox is definitely going to buy a good game to fill the void of Starfield for Game Pass. Let's see what that game is. 
there's not even that much coming out this year for them to buy those sacks boy I don't even know what they could buy a $5 tip from Killshot. Lono, it comes down to whichever ecosystem you as a gamer has bought into. There's no way a larger portion of either system's population would swap. That's exactly right, Killshot. Thank you for the $5 tip through Super Chat. That's exactly right. The PS Plus news clearly shows that Sony is committed to making it a huge value point, dot, 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 for their consumer base. For their consumer base. I want you to imagine right now, you guys that are huge for Xbox, alright, I want you to imagine something with me. Just play along in the thought experiment. You're a huge Xbox Game Pass fan. Never owned a Sony, okay? Yo, a five-month milestone for Chewy. Thank you for renewing your membership. PS Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass is amazing for everyone, definitely uh, in this hard time of cost of living going up. Oh, for sure. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. That's That's definitely true. That's a huge value to people that are like, brother, I don't know. I can't afford big games right now. Yo, geek to sneak, keeping the member train going, jumping in as a brand new member. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Um, This changes everything. I take it back now. Xbox Game Pass gets Jurassic Park ev- World Evolution. Yeah. So do it. Do a thought experiment with me here. You're hard for Microsoft and you love Xbox Game Pass, and you think PlayStation's, you know, play, the PS Plus is rubbish, okay? Alright? Just, just imagine that. And let's just say you happen upon a PS5, okay? You, you happen upon one. Somebody gives you one for Christmas, or you inherit one because something tragic happens to your roommate. And you're like, free PS5 Plus, yay for me. Like, you're sad at the funeral and you're crying, but you're thinking about video games in the back of your mind because you know you're selfish and so you go back to your house (laughs) you go back to your house and you hook up the playstation 5 and for a measly eight dollars you could try any of the games that have come out that have been absolutely stellar for the playstation platform ghost of tsushima horizon zero dawn god of war death stranding days gone all of the uncharted games both the spider-man games so for eight dollars you spent eight dollars at McDonald's, okay? So for eight dollars, you're gonna act like, oh no, that's not a that's a humongous value point to any late adopters to the platform. You know, now I'm not telling you to take out your roommate, and I'm certainly not telling you to try to inherit one in some you know will old person's will scam or something. But if you happened upon a PS5 through a card game or something or whatever the frick happened. Don't sit here and pretend that you would turn your nose up to some of the most popular, most award-winning games out there. You, you, you no, you would play them for eight bucks. You would a hundred percent do it. Why? You'd be insane not to. A couple of months go by and you spend a, a, a staggering twenty-five dollars, and you've had ninety days to play through some of the most critically acclaimed games in existence for twenty-five dollars. I've never played Death Stranding, so I'm looking forward to that one for free. Yeah, how many people skip out on games like that because they're like, I don't know, I can't justify the purchase, it seemed like a walking simulator, you know, and then, you know, you get to try it now. I think for me, leaving consoles completely uh, is the move for the future. Well, Doom, I will say this, you're just going to have to wait a little bit longer for certain titles. God of War, Ragnarok, you know, you're going to have to take a little bit, uh, you know, longer 
to, to, for that one to land um you know I I would I would say that 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 you can 100 percent you you can you can 100 percent do that if my wife can keep me home instead of uh, out of the bar for just a little eight bucks a month she's sold JK please don't tattle on me with snow you gotta pay up hex you gotta pay up if you want me to be quiet you know it costs money my silence costs money <laughs> I'd rather wait says alpha Omega yeah, if you have plenty of games to play in your backlog, there's nothing wrong with waiting for the Sony PC ports. Yeah, don't forget Returnal for sure. I would try God of War and Ghost of Tsushima and Returnal. And return it. <laughs> and return it. Lono, you're bang on. I'm a diehard Xbox guy, but I stumbled on a PS5 recently. I don't use it much, but I'll 100% play all these games now. Just, It's just insane. That's just an insane amount of value. But Reforge, listen, you're forgetting the generation that we've all been on, PlayStation and those Xbox One years, so it doesn't have value to most of us because we all have those games compared to the Xbox Game Pass. What on Xbox Game Pass is so, th- th- did you not have for the, la- the last couple of years? What? Is YouTube acting up? We hit a wall and now we're hemorrhaging. Is YouTube doing something? Because we just we just continue to lose chunks of folks. Are you guys having to refresh? Just posted in Discord uh, new games. Just posted they're looking to hire for an upcoming fantasy oh Techland fantasy open world ARPG. Thoughts on what directions I could possibly be going from Dying Light, Grounded, Ori, Master Chief Collection. That's what I mean, though. Aren't th- those are all games that you don't need Game Pass for? Like, the the he made the argument that we're of a generation where we got to already play all these games that are getting added. That's simply not true. There are tons of people who haven't played any of these games on their PlayStation because PS Five isn't available to tons of people. My feed crashed the YouTube TV app twice tonight. Weird stuff. Yeah, we we started out super strong, and then I feel like something just happened on the platform. It's so weird. We we started out really strong with the stream first thirty minutes, and then the last thirty minutes, it's like the it's like the website's doing something. <clears throat> not everybody owns all of Sony games. Yeah, even if you have a PlayStation Five, you might not own all the games. I don't have a workable PS One or PS Two for those games, says Eugene. No issues, and I'm on mobile. Okay not true y'all don't know the average customer yeah you got to think like you're saying oh the previous generation already has all these games but according to all the industry research most people don't buy more than a couple of games in a year so there's plenty of people even on the playstation platform who've not played either of the spider-man games or they've not touched days gone or they've not touched any of the uncharted games like if you've played if i read off all those games and you're like yeah i've played all those I hate to break it to you, but you're the minority. I know that might be shocking to hear, but if I rattle off those games, the Bloodborne remaster, Days Gone, Death Stranding, Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, every Uncharted game in existence, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Returnal. If you're like, yep, 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 played them all. Okay, then you're the minority. That's not, that is not indicative of the market or the average consumer in even the most remote sense. That's not how people consume the content. 
The average consumer, as Eugene is saying, or I'm sorry, that's Wheezy. As Wheezy is saying, the average consumer buys two, maybe three games a year. You want to know why? Because that's just how people typically treat gaming. They know that there's a couple of games that they want. They know that there's a couple of games that they'll be interested in. And that's what they go t- that's what they go for. They're not they're not going for, you know, every game that drops. That's that's not a thing. That is not a thing. They they you are 100% anomalous. You're a whale. You are a 1%. Crispy Bogod with a $14 tip through super chat. Was going to order some coffee, but it's really expensive to Canada due to our exchange rate. Not your fault. Already double dipped, so take some of my money. Thank you, Crispy Bogut. I appreciate that. Listen, we've got no coffee orders yet today. You should be the first one. Crispy Bogut can't do it because Canadian exchange rates are kind of wonky. So is shipping. Um, this is not a sponsor, okay? That you're not like I'm not getting like a kickback. This is in my house. We have a light and a dark roast. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. You're supporting a small business. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try our coffee. Both the dark roast and the light roast maintain some of the smoothest coffee I've ever had because of the balanced acidity. There are people here that they just drink it black, maybe a little bit of creamer. My wife uh, likes to do froth milk. I think it's the best with Italian sweet cream. Just a little bit. You don't need much because, again, it's so smooth. No bitterness at all, which is rare for coffee. It will spoil you. So buyer beware. If you order it, you're going to keep on ordering it. People in chat will tell you. Why do you make a video on talking to a real console casual? They play all these type of games or was not into those games. I'm not going to interview. I'm not, I'm not going to try to interview some random console casual to satisfy you, Troy. That's not what I do. And for, to be quite honest, I don't need to do that. There's industry analysis that we can look at. Finding some random anecdotal testimony would be stupid. It would be generally stupid. Like, why would I do that? There's industry analysis of attach rates, how often people buy games on these consoles. I don't need to do your dumb suggestion with respect. It's a dumb suggestion. Why would I do that? Grab some Randy and be like, hey, how many games do you buy? Uh, a couple? It depends on the game. No, there's already industry analysis of attach rates of console purchase. Like, here's the console. Here's how many games they buy in a given year. I don't need to do any of that. Please support his child labor force. That's right. Elden Ring is immense. It is. Zubair says, I think it's actually Lono's fault. His hatred of the Dutch caused an internal issue and drove up the exchange rate at the Canadian border. Because real console casuals don't watch gaming content on YouTube. They're too casual to care. Right, I wouldn't even be able to find one to interview. He's at, the, the, the console casual that you want me to interview is he's at work right now. She's at work right now. They're not they're not sitting here watching me. I played all of them on PS5 and the Series X. That's not normal. I didn't think too many came out up to this point. You're not even a console player, bro. I've been playing nothing but console for many years. You've been on what PC your whole life? You th- you think I've been on PC my entire life? How old are you? <laughs> How old are you? Because I'm 40 years old, and if you would like me to drop my gaming credentials on the field, you may want to make some room. I'm just curious how old you are, and what was like the first game you ever played. Because I don't think you know who you're talking to. (laughs) I really don't think you know who you're talking to. Hey, I'm at work right now, says Fathom Rocker. 
If you like dying every five seconds, I guess you can say Elden Ring is good. Hey, look, if you're bad at the game low cut, there's other ways to admit that, you know. There's other ways to admit that. (laughs) When they do day and date first party, I'm in. Well, we'll never see you over here. We'll never see you over here. Lonely, have you played the Evil Dead game? Yeah, there's a VOD of me playing it on this uh, on this stream on this channel, Crowded House. If you want to watch me play it, I give a pretty good summary at the end. Probably fun to play through the missions with your buddies. I think the PvP is going to die a quick, a very very quick death. It's just going to be another one of those games where it's going to be hard to balance. Everybody's going to want to be demons. Nobody's going to want to be humans. Like I don't think it has I don't think it has a long shelf life for the PvP elements, but. I guarantee you that you could really enjoy the missions with some buddies. It's it's really fun. The graphics, I actually are pretty impressed by the graphics, surprisingly enough. There's a lot more FIFA, NBA, 2K, Madden, and Call of Duty only players. You guys are not the majority that you think you are. Right, they play a game, they buy a game, and then that's all they play for like nine months straight, like a gremlin in a basement. Games used to never last more than 10 to 12 hours max. Made sense to buy 5 plus a year. Now we expect 100 plus hours. I want a game like Fallout 4, Horizon Zero Dawn that I can sink months into. So yeah, a couple per year max. Exactly. Oh, I can smell a ban coming. I don't want to ban him. Troy has been here before. Troy has been here before. But don't start calling my credentials into question. Like I'm some PC only gamer. I'm 40 years old, bro. I've been playing video games since video games became video games. Like I am literally, I'm in the club of the OGs. Like you, you can't get in a club further back than me unless maybe my dad with arcade games and Pong. Even then I got to play the Coleco. I go about as far back as you can go. You can't go much further back than my history of gaming experience goes. There's virtually nothing back there. If you you go back in time prior to Coleco, there's very little back there. Maybe, again, arcade games and Atari or Pong. That's basically it. After that, I'm in the field of experience from the very beginning. Coleco? Yeah, I used to play with rocks. That's right. Before everything, before there was color in the world, it was black and white existence. I'm 39, so I feel old. Like, Coleco predated me, but my dad happened. My dad had one. You're making me feel ancient? I'm just telling you, like, don't worry. We'll see how it turns out. I bet you no one is going to buy into the tears BS. Troy, I just, man, guys like you, you make it so easy to be wrong. You make it so easy for yourself to be wrong. So you, you, you think that the PlayStation Plus subscription tiers are, are going to be a failure eight eight dollars with just hundreds and hundreds of games that you can play for eight dollars a month and you think people are going to be like nah it's just too steep or nah i've already played all those games that's what you think you think there's 120 million people in the playstation funnel that are going to just turn their nose up to playstation plus that's what you think that's your prediction like you might as well predict that you know, no one's going to buy a new menu item from McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, of co- what are you talking about? There's a giant existing consumer base that will try it out at least once. You know what I'm saying? They'll try it out at least once. You, you make it so, you just make it so easy to show that you're wrong. You, you, you shoot too high. Never go full. In the words of RDJ, man, never go full. And you just went full. 
Like, they're just, no. It's going to be, it's going to have more, they will have more people in their PlayStation Plus, Plus subscription funnel in their first month that it's available. They'll have more than Xbox has right now. They'll blow past 20 million without breaking a sweat. They will blow past 20 million without breaking a sweat. It won't even be hard. Now that PlayStation Plus has actual titles, more people will buy it. They're coming out absolutely swinging. How many McDonald's, how many years of McDonald's has been out? How many things have you not ordered? Tell me you don't understand analogies without telling me you don't understand analogies. Like, gee, many Christmas, bro. I said that if they added a new menu item, you're saying no one would buy it. They have such a massive consumer base, that claim is stupid. PlayStation has so many consumers that they will automatically sell millions of the PlayStation Plus subscription funnel. Now do you understand the analogy? They have so many people in their consumer funnel, you're talking out of your rear end. They're going to have so many people immediately. It's they're, they're, they're going to press the button and be like, oh my gosh, they're breaking the door down. It's, it's not even going to be a competition. Sony's first reports of how many PlayStation Plus subscribers they have are going to make you wet yourself if you think Game Pass is going to stay ahead because it doesn't stand a chance. It's not about which is better, but I'm pushing back on the idea that like, nobody's going to sign up for it. Are you freaking kidding me? If just 1% of the install base buys, you're over a million users. 20 million? Yeah. Easy. Without breaking a sweat. They have 120 million people in their funnel. One-sixth, just a sixth of the install base decides to sign up and they're tied with Microsoft. Do you understand how little... like? One in six people just need to be like, that sounds like a great deal. Gimme it. And they'll have 20 million. That's nothing. It's so much value. So many people are already in the funnel. They're just going to upgrade. Bloop, give it to me. They're already at 50 million. What are we talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about people converting up from the bottom tier creature. They already have 50 million people in the in the, in the subscription funnel already, for sure. What's the install base of PS Plus versus PS Now? I, I don't know. Is that where the 50 million is coming from, creature? I feel like 90% of these convos are just trying to inform people of facts while they spew ignorance. Game Pass is not competition. It doesn't matter. People should stop talking about it. Gamer Play says, "Count me in, no question. I'll get it, even though." See, the thing that I'm getting a little—I I, don't—I don't want to get irritated at a particular person, but I'm getting irritated about being made to sound like a Sony shill. I love both platforms, and I end up having to sit here and play tennis with just Xbox evangelistic nonsense and it makes me sound like a Sony shill. It's like, stop making me sound like a PlayStation apologist. Stop it. Stop. (laughs) Yo, what's good, Takashi? Takashi. What's good, Takashi? What's good, homie? Don't worry. Math is really hard for some peeps. Don't you slander my ignorance, Eugene. (laughs) 
I guarantee of those 50 million, at least 70% will upgrade at least one tier. Is it doorbell time? All right, I'll skip. If you guys just put doorbell on the chat, I'll skip the song every time it comes up. I can't delete it. I want to follow the playlist because if I follow the playlist, whenever they add music, I'll get it. If I copy the playlist and then delete the song, I won't get updates. Is PlayStation Plus going to have Fatal Frame series? Anybody know? I I didn't see that listed. Hang on. I'll do a search. No, there's nothing with the word fatal on their blog post, but they could get added later. It could get added later. They definitely make it feel like you're shilling. I have to constantly say that Xbox Game Pass has great value. Xbox Game Pass is good and worth it. No, you good? Today is Loney Day. But I'm not even trying to be Loney. I'm trying to show people that their own Game Pass subscription is better than they think. Like, that's the irony of these debates. I'm like, okay, but the way you're talking, your your, your Xbox Game Pass subscription is better than you think. You're whittling it down to one piece of value that you don't even get that often. I actually have a bigger and different view of Game Pass than most of the guys that come in here and debate me. I see a larger value offer for Game Pass than most of the Game Pass apologists do. That's what's driving me nuts about this. It's like, you have such a narrow view of Game Pass. I have a much bigger view of it. Now, I've talked about the business risks and how it doesn't seem sustainable economically. And that might be one of the driving factors of them buying up all these studios because they need titles to put onto the Game Pass funnel because indies and AAA third party don't want to be on their day and date anymore. So what's your argument? PS Plus is going to have more interstellar base than Game Pass? Seems like sky is blue argument. No, my argument is both subscription services are fantastic value. And I think... PlayStation is coming out swinging with a massive backlog. I was told that the backlog doesn't matter because everybody's already played those games, and we pointed to industry analysis that shows that's very unlikely given the average consumer buys about three games a year, and that's it. So it's extremely unlikely. Also, you have to consider PlayStation 5 saturation has struggled because they can't make enough. Every time PlayStation 5s get redistributed to the public, they have this massive surge of sales. Okay, think about what that means for PlayStation Plus. That means when you finally get your hands on a PS5, PlayStation Plus is like, you don't got to buy any of those games. You can play both Spider-Man's, Days Gone, Demon's Souls Remake, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, Death Stranding Director's Cut, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, both the infamous games, all the Uncharted games. Like You don't have to buy any of those games that typically see a giant surge in purchase every time PS5s get a nice redistribution into the public Cody Biscuits with a $10 tip thanks for being great entertainment through this wild year my wife gave birth to our second child and I graduated college it's been a challenge but you've been a source of great entertainment throughout yo Cody congrats on some big milestones in your life I know it can be overwhelming but try to man that's a great time do what you can to press pause and enjoy that man don't drown don't drown those are beautiful those are beautiful times in your life thanks for the 10 spot homie both are great for the consumer, but from my POV, Sony's model protects the development, uh, the developer and the industry. Game Pass is reckless and harmful for devs in the industry. I don't think da- I don't think Game Pass is harmful for the devs in the industry long term. Because here's my prediction: Game Pass is going to shift 
very sharply to being primarily driven by first party and that won't cause any issues as long as they properly fund their first party developers I see more and more first party dropping than anything else in the long term plus I like cloud and EA no you're 100% right Mo in 2-3 to years game pass is going to be literally this I want you to imagine an Xbox game pass or I'm sorry an Xbox press conference in 2024 you know what they're going to say world exclusive and then that trailer is going to run brand new first party title from one of their developers and they're going to say play it on the launch date on game pass that's what game pass is pushing for they're going to overwhelm you with Xbox exclusives that are available on the Game Pass subscription funnel day and date. That's their me- that's their method going forward. Now, will that hurt indies and will that hurt third-party companies? No, cuz they're not even interested in Game Pass by the time we get to that year. By the time we get to 2024, you will not see third-party AAA and indies landing on Game Pass day and date. They'll land later. How long are you going to be streaming? I don't know, another 4 hours easy. Go, oh, good morning, Grifter. Grifter? Oh my gosh. You good morning, Gritter. I, that was <laughs> he just called Gritter a grifter summer 2024 Starfield's been delayed again no I don't think so I like that EA Play comes with Game Pass I enjoy the EA games but I think it's a good value for what I do of course the funny thing is that Sony will never make a distinction between the tiers of the PS Plus service in reports it's not about the tiers as much as about bolstering the service model on PS I see it as more than that, says Creature. They'll announce that the platform is Game Pass and Xbox is not a thing anymore. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Freudian Slip? No, Gritter's a homie. There's no Freudian Slip there. There's nothing about him that's a grifter at all. He's like one of the nicest, most positive homies I've met in my entire life. I love Gritter. I agree with Creature. Yeah, I don't disagree with that prediction. I don't disagree with that prediction. I could see them pushing and saying that Xbox isn't the phrasing anymore. They'll say Xbox Game Pass. Or they'll say the the, the, the Xbox ecosystem or the Game Pass ecosystem or, or whatever. You know? That's, that's going to be the push going forward. Guys, if you haven't hit subscribe yet on the channel and you're new, be sure to do that. We're here Monday through Friday doing topical conversations like this it's not our only show also make sure you're subscribed to reforge radio we go over there in the afternoon basically it's the catch-all any gaming news we can't cover here because we go with one topic there's so much gaming news in a given 24-hour period and that's what reforge radio is for the soft lead-in today on reforge radio is what's going on with ubisoft plus and why do i think sony bought them but we're not talking about that right now just wetting your appetite. Patrick says, "Do you see things like the Xbox streaming stick changing game or game subscription changing the game or gaming subscriptions, or would that cannibalize their own business and eliminate the need for consoles?" Oh, Patrick, let me tell you something. They don't care about consoles 10 years from now. Write that down. Just write that down. Put that in another, you know, Lono Lono Nostradamus, Lonostradamus, or whatever you guys used to call me. Write that down. Ten years from now, they don't give a rip about consoles. They don't care. 
the cloud-based stuff will get better and better they'll be in your tv they'll be in like a little handheld thing they'll be in a little like a little gaming stick they don't they don't they're not they're not interested in consoles in 10 years write that down they want you on their ecosystem their funnel the play anywhere play everywhere no need for a box yeah they don't give a rip about consoles in about 10 years it'll all be baked into your tv or some smart stick or your cell phone you'll just log into your microsoft account and then all your games will be there same thing on your television you'll hit a couple of buttons your controller will connect to your tv via bluetooth and that'll be it you won't have an xbox console anymore just need the internet speeds to catch up oh man 10 years yeah consoles will still be made that won't be the driving force of their of their of their funnel though that won't be it no the driving force of their funnel will be the xbox gaming system the xbox ecosystem is everywhere they're already using the language now that they want you to think through they want you to think of them as an ecosystem not as a console they're already doing it they're still making surfaces you're not necessarily engaging with what i'm saying mo i'm saying they won't care about consoles nearly as much that won't be a goal it won't be a goal all they'll care about is the ecosystem yeah subscribe to xbox game pass and this is everything you get everywhere you are you're gonna be you're gonna have your your super crazy mobile gaming device the steam deck version 4 and you're gonna be like you know whatever version alienware probably will have one by there you know steam deck will sell the peripheral kits and licensing to all these people and you're gonna have some steam deck made by alienware or whoever the frick and you're like oh there's a new game on game pass today bloop it's gonna download over this over-the-air crazy fast internet speed and you're gonna be playing like that you're not even gonna have to download the dadgum game it's just gonna certify your license and you're gonna be playing it immediately that's what they're doing in 10 years Microsoft doesn't give a rip about putting a box in your living room what they want to do is they want to be integrated into your life to the degree that a cell phone is that's their goal that's their goal you turn on your TV you open up your phone you get on your computer wherever you go the Xbox ecosystem will be there they're playing 3D chess they just haven't made any big moves yet it looks like they're doing nothing but I'm telling you that's why I've continued to say that Microsoft is a sleeping giant. They're, they're a leader in software, they've got great financial backing, and they can continue to slowly build and burn this fire and get it going. I'm telling you, that's what they're doing. That's why I continue to be in their corner. I'm not an Xbox hater. I'm like, listen, Godzilla's taking a long time getting out of the water, but I'm telling you, in 10 years, that ecosystem will be so massive, everyone will say, I get it now. I, it makes perfectly good sense why they did what they did. They, they they took so many thing on so many things on the chin back in those years and it was all to build this ecosystem and this consumer confidence in a subscription gaming based model that is better for Microsoft than individual big titles trying to sell them consoles will just be computers uh, will just be computers for the super niche hardcore gamers that want the absolute absolute best premium experience and will be will come at a premium price. Well, I think PC gaming is growing at such a rapid rate. It'll become so interwoven into the gaming world that PCs aren't going anywhere. They're not going to become niche. If anything, if anything, PCs will become the mainstream. PCs will become the mainstream hardware source. 
that's that's already been predicted in the Asian markets at the very least over the next 10 years the PC the PC hardware market I mean that it's going to be absolutely insane that's where that's where it's, it's it's headed you know there'll be a PS6 or whatever the frick and there'll be a you know a Nintendo Switch Pro and whatever they decide to call the next one the Nintendo the Nintendo Sparklight or something but they're yeah that is uh, that's that's where things are headed they're not they're not worried about moving hardware anymore it's not it's just not a goal they can't continue to ignore the largest largest concentration of consumers they're a software company and software needs to be everywhere yeah, they need to upgrade their entire interface on PC. They need their interface on mobile to be stellar. There's going to be a point where your phone, your mobile will just be your literal do everything platform. Yeah. Yeah, if you think about how the how cheap the peripherals are getting, just think about how strong your iPad is now compared to 5 years ago. Seriously. 5 years ago, 2017. Compare the processing power of an iPad and an iPhone. Just 5 years. That's a pretty small sampling, just five years ago, okay? Now think about what's going to happen to computing power over the next 10 years. This is why I've continued to say, if you're looking for something to invest in, do research into the battery suppliers. Who's supplying the batteries for all these devices? Wearables, mobile, VR. Everything needs a battery. Everything's going to that, everything's going to that funnel. So if you can figure out who's supplying the batteries controllers, wireless, you know, mice and keyboards, uh, phones, mobile gaming devices. If you can figure out who the primary battery supplier is, I would I would throw whatever you have set aside right now for investment, I'd throw it at a battery supplier because they're so integral to the future of the market. They they won't they won't they they won't become unnecessary. Unless unless no, no, no. I was to say even if solar power becomes more more um form factor so you could like have a solar powered mobile device even that even a solar power powers a battery charges up a battery mobile gaming is for casual one mobile game makes more than your favorite game developer in a month yeah mobile gaming is for casuals I, yeah you just so just sorry man you're just uninformed about the reality mobile gaming is is absolutely insane it's absolutely insane Jim Ryan, sales of games on PlayStation is not enough. It's just where we're heading. Yeah, 100%. Doom is going off. Just let it flow. PlayStation has no competition. People need to stop arguing otherwise and just let it go. Their, Their games do not sell well. They don't have the pulse of the gamers right now. If they didn't buy Bethesda, nobody would even care about them right now, says Doom. Go off. Go off, Queen. Go off, King. Xbox plans to launch a streaming puck, uh, a streaming puck and Samsung app in the next year. There it is. There it is. I didn't even know about the Samsung app. I knew about the streaming puck. There it is. It's already happening. Microsoft will be integrated into everything. You you you'll just boot, boot it up, and as long as your TV is plugged into the internet, all your games will be right there. PC is the biggest platform. Really hard to see happening. PC only dominates Asia because people don't own them. They all go to PC bangs and internet cafes. PC would have a ton cheaper, uh, have to be tons cheaper and easier, but that's coming. The hardware and the peripheral prices are going to go down. 
If, if Elon Musk is correct, then the supply and the readily available of these units will become cheaper and more widespread. And Capcom themselves, I believe, Wheezy help me with this, Capcom has looked at the future of gaming trends and even they're saying, we need to get into PC because it's about to go nuts. PC is, is already, it, it's gonna, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. It'll take longer for it to take a foothold in the West, but PC gaming is going to absolutely explode over the next 10 years. It will. It's Capcom that did that? Yeah. There's a reason Sony's taking notice. There's a reason Capcom's taking notice. It's beginning. It's, 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 a, it's a market trend that's got a trajectory to the moon. Like, it's, it, there is, there's so many companies saying, we've got to make sure we have a PC avenue, or we are going to get left in the dadgum dust. It's just untapped market. It's untapped revenue. Apex Legends recently moved to mobile. Yeah, mobile and PC gaming is about to become absolutely insane. Like, that's why so many companies are saying we need a mobile version of our game. People have been saying that for decades. I remain skeptical. One wrench in the supply chain and nobody can even get a graphics card. For sure. For sure. But, but you have to consider something. The market trends right now are causing these companies to shift strategy. Sony didn't shift strategy and neither did Capcom haphazardly. The industry analysis is clear. PC gaming is going to absolutely just just skyrocket. 100%. PUBG Mobile in India is making stupid money. Oh, golly. Pub, did you see the report on Call of Duty that I did on Reforge uh, Radio, Weezy? Call of Duty Mobile surpassed Warzone and Vanguard in like a month. It didn't take long at all for it to surpass like both titles combined. Just like that mobile. Turn it on. Boom. I don't even know how the servers stayed alive. I don't know how the servers didn't turn into a just a barn fire. How in the world did they keep up with that? Microsoft has a good avenue into PC gaming. Do you see now why I've said they're a potential sleeping giant? If Microsoft can streamline their PC storefront ecosystem experience come on come on they're going to be in such a great position because they can approach developers and say look at the size of our ecosystem you're going to want to be on our ecosystem you're going to want to partner with us oh by the way you the consumer you're going to want to be on our ecosystem why well we bought some of the biggest developers in existence and all of our games are on our ecosystem the more prominent PC gaming becomes, the more people will be trying to make these parts and the more current companies will be able to expand so it's not an issue. Yeah, the market will respond. The market will create the response from the industry. Exactly. Mobile gaming is literally the biggest market and will continue to grow as more premium titles go mobile. Yep. Yep. The more you see games like Valorant and Apex and other games landing in the, P- in the, in the mobile market, the more you're going to see that, that rudder turn. They're going to see that rudder turn. The biggest thing you should be worried about is your favorite games not launching on console and launching on mobile anyway. Look at what Diablo Immortal did. Diablo Immortal was going to be mobile only, and then they looked at the PC market and they're like, we're dumb. We're absolutely dumb. I'm not denying that things like COD, PUBG, Mobile sell like hotcakes, but they are essentially disposable games and disposable experiences. The TikTok of gaming. Sure, big companies will cash in. There's a reason Intel is getting back into making GPUs, says Wheezy. 
Don't forget that King Mobile is part of that Activision Blizzard deal. Yep. BYOPC numbers have literally skyrocketed. It's become easier and easier to do. Oh, build your own. It's so simple to build your own right now, and it's gotten it's getting easier. Yep. I still think Fall Guys will come to mobile eventually. Barrier. Homie. Holiday. Zero doubt. Zero doubt. They're working with Epic. Epic helped them with the launcher. They're, the mobile version is probably in testing right now, Barrier. You, you write that the frick down. That That's coming holiday, guaranteed. There'll be a holiday season, and Fall Guys lands on mobile holiday. I have zero doubt in that happening, because they're working with Epic. And if there's something Epic can help you, it's with crossplay, it's with the backbone, it's with a good launcher, and they can put it on mobile because they did it with Fortnite. If you can put Fortnite on mobile, you can put Fall Guys on mobile. It's coming. Guarantee you what they're struggling with is the optimization barrier, because if you look at its performance on the older consoles, that's going to be their biggest cause for concern. More than likely, the engine's not as adaptable. It's probably not as adaptable as UE4 and UE5 was. We need more Fall Guys Friday nights. We'll do that next month when it's when it's on all those platforms. That's going to be a dadgum blast. I can't wait to have you guys submitting courses for us to play. Friday nights with Madam are going to be perfect for Fall Guys. It's just going to be so much fun. You guys can make courses that make us play. Listen, if you're not a member right now, now's the time to become a member. Friday nights are about to become incredible and they're members only. Do me a favor, if you haven't clicked join yet or use the command in chat, consider doing that. We're also trying to get to 600 members to make my wife play Elden Ring as a goal for this month. Wheezy with a article, Apple's MacBook Pro is a GPU-shaped warning to NVIDIA and AMD. Not as impressive for gaming, but we're just getting started. Can you give me a too long didn't read? I can't read that. I'm not going to read that right now. The Wii was proof of how powerful the casual gamer market is, says Alapark. Everyone has cell phones. Mobile gaming is close. Less than 10 years, if you ask me. Is Fall Guys like gang beasts? Not really. No. You can do private lobbies? Yep, you can, Fozzie. Already in the game. I view the TikTokification of gaming as a potential dead end. Big chance it goes the way of Vine. Dead and imitated, but essentially cannibalistic. Purple 2, Dead Man Walking. I think I think in the next five years, Twitch is an adult website. I think that's their future. They they can't last in the market that they that they preside in right now. They're just they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose too much talent. They're gonna lose too many tournaments. They're gonna lose too many events. Their biggest streamers are a lost lead. Um they're already trying to oversaturate the platform with ads because they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to recoup. They can't. I don't think it's. A, I think they're going to have to switch into an adult platform. They're going to have. They're going to have to. They're going to update that TOS. They're going to allow all that stuff, and that's that's the future of that platform. Golly, you scared me. Yeah, they'll legally allow it according to TOS. Okay. Everyone's trying to push into the GPU market, says Wheezy. Apple is doing their own GPU development in-house, but don't be surprised if they start selling their GPUs as standalone. You think these companies are all doing it for no reason, or do they know something that the common man doesn't know? Intel's already back in, just saying. Right. When the hardware companies start shifting their priorities like that, you know something's coming. Like, there's going to be a big surge in the industry. Certainly gives new meaning. to. Oh, yeah, it certainly does. 
loss lead that leads to only watching the streamer and no other streamers. Yeah. Try and hop around on that platform right now. Seriously. Try and discover new talent over there. You get hit with so many ads. It's impossible. It's a sin. I'm t- I'm t- I am telling you, everybody doubted me. Everybody thought I was just being a hater because there's tons of reasons. It's a corrupt, it's a corrupt company. But I'm telling you, it's not bias. That ship is sinking. It is sinking. That is not, it is not a solvent business. Not 10 years from now, that site won't even be the same anymore. It won't. It'll be a, it'll be a knockoff chatterbait. I'm a bit younger than the average of this chat. I can tell you lots of kids today love mobile games already as it is easily accessible. Yet yeah, mobile games span generations too cuz you get you get you get the elderly, you get moms and dads, you get you get everybody. Wouldn't that just get rid of all the kiddie viewers that watch Amaranth? I love that you think that that's all that she gets watched by kids. I think that's adorable. Look at the age demographics of that website. She's not watched by kids. She's watched by men. I I guarantee you the percentage of people that watch her that are under the age of 17 pales in comparison to the number of people that watch her that are 18 and up. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I think the platform's problematic because 13 and 17 year olds can watch adult content because no filters get caught. You know, your parent with a computer and you put on adult filters, it's not going to catch her streams because it's on a gaming site. But I guarantee you, who do you think's giving her all that money? Who do you think has disposable income? Who? Who? 14-year-olds? No. Men. Adult men. She's not making tons of tips, bits, and, 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 and subs from children. That's just simply untrue. She's watched by kids from countries where porn is illegal. She even said so herself. Well, I'm sure, but that's a, that's a small percentage. That's a small percentage of her, of her viewer funnel. Guaranteed guaranteed do you know who's going to help them turn it into an adult website amaranth she's going to help pioneer it that's why that's why i think i think they've i think they've brought her in as a consultant kids aren't dropping 30k on her right they brought her in as a consultant she's going to help spearhead it caitlin is brilliant you don't you don't know it you don't see it she is brilliant she's like high iq business savvy very very brilliant person she understands so much more than people think she understands she's even talked about how she's not the hottest person on the platform she's just the smartest and the hardest working it's funny that she takes more pride it's funny she takes more pride in her intelligence and her work ethic than you know the size of her rear end which I have massive respect for the fact that that's what she takes pride in she's like nobody works as hard as me I'm not the hottest person on the platform. What a statement. What an absolute just, 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 that is, so, that's some energy right there. That's some energy I can respect. She's like, I'm not even the hottest person on the platform. I make the most money because I work the hardest. That's it right there. We're, we're polar opposites and she's like my spirit animal. I'm like, I get that. I get that. You don't get to the top just because you get to the top because you work hard. Which is why people come from you when you're at the top, because they can't work as hard as you. They lack the work ethic. They lack the the ability. You know. My question is, what will happen to the gaming streamers? They'll all come over here. You think YouTube's not analyzing the market and what they think? You think YouTube's not preparing for that? 
come on. Come on. YouTube gaming? YouTube gaming is 100% right now. They're not just poaching and trying to be competitive. They're building for the Exodus because it's coming. They're building for the Exodus. I'm telling you, YouTube, the reason YouTube's being so slow is because they don't need to be ready yet. They don't need to be ready yet. They're getting ready. They're going to want to have a 100% mimicked, mimicked platform of come over here. I disagree. It's her work, but also her connections that made her. You can never whittle something like that down to one thing, Andrew. But her point was, if you work as hard as me, you'll be successful. That's her point. Like, it's not about how hot I am. It's what she was saying. You can't be like, oh, well, you're popular because you're hot. She's like, there are people that are hotter than me. YouTube's already snagged lots of big streamers and contracts. Oh, yeah. It'll never go adult only. No, it'll it'll have adult. It's gonna it's gonna have adult content. I think in ten years it will be adult primarily. I think it's what'll carry the platform. I think the gaming exodus is coming. The gaming exodus is coming. They aren't they aren't in a financial position to continue doing what they're doing. They they must pivot and evolve. They can they have to. They must pivot and evolve. They will not. They will not be able to maintain what they're currently doing. It's simply impossible. Who are we talking about? The purple platform. The purple streaming platform. I don't like saying their name. I don't like invoking their name. It, it, it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Netflix is rumored to be looking at streaming. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it's really tough to break into the market right now. Really, really tough. Imagine praising a glorified hooker. Hmm. Must be it must be hard. It must be hard to not to not see intelligence as as a value and and reduce her to that. It must be tough. Must be a tough life for you. Will gaming drop switch to YouTube then? I sure freaking hope so. I sure freaking hope so. Remember my parents used to say video games were not for adults? When are you interviewing her? I don't really have a place to interview her now, unfortunately. If I interviewed her on radio, it would have to be some kind of a gaming angle. And she would I don't think she would agree to it. We're not big enough. She I mean she, I guarantee you interviewing her comes with a fee. She's super brilliant. And she's not gonna she's not gonna work for free. Right? You wanna interview her, you wanna do a documentary, you're gonna pay. You're taking away billable hours from her. Every hour of the day, she can be making money. Netflix was looking at streaming before they got sued by their own investors and are on the brink of collapse. I'm sure uh, that's being backplated. (laughs) Yeah. She's making money and y'all mad she's making money. (laughs) Yeah. What do you care? I told him months ago to do hot tub streams. I haven't seen him in a hot tub yet. I'm not doing a hot tub stream. No. Does YouTube think it'll replace purple? I think it'll just sort of absorb that side of purple. I, th- I think YouTube gaming will absorb that side of purple. The gaming side of purple will just get absorbed over here. 
I'd do the same if I was in her position, no doubt, but there's nothing honorable or brave about showing your butt on Twitch. I never said she was I never said it was honorable or brave. I said that she was brilliant. Have you you should follow her personal Twitter. I don't follow her actual Twitter because I don't want to see that in my feed, right? Like, okay, you're beautiful, but I don't need to see all your parts all the time, right? But I follow her personal, and dude, I'm telling you, her 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 business acumen and her analyst her her analyzation of like what happens and where she invests her money, like you you're reducing her to like what she does on Twitch, which is not that's not her. You you you've you've misunderstood. You're looking at the tip of the iceberg, and you're thinking that that's that's what she is. That's not, that's not what she is. She's probably one of the most business savvy women in the market. I'm I'm, I'm dead serious. She's smarter than the almost all of them. And there are some pretty smart ones in the bunch, man. If you don't think that a lot of these, you think a lot of these women are just like bubbly personalities, and they're not actually really really smart and savvy business women, you've fallen into the same trap as the guys that throw money at them because they're cute and they giggle. Like, you're just following into the opposite end of the trap. You believe the illusion. You, you, you believe the illusion. You, you actually think that, like, you know, Valky Ray and Pokimane are just, like, cute, bubbly personalities. No, they're incredibly savvy and very intelligent businesswomen. You, but, so you've fallen for the same illusion, you're just not throwing money at them. Do you see? If you, if you think that's all Amaranth is, then you fa- you've fallen for the same illusion. You, you, it's 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 a personality. It's a, it's a show, and you've believed it. You think, well, that's all she is. Oh my gosh, no, not at all, <laughs> not at all. Five years from now, you're going to see me on the purple platform, rubbing chocolate pudding all over my body, and then I'll retire early if I do that. Do it. Stream personalities and IRL personalities are so different. Lono sits here raging and insulting us off cam. He's crying to Downton Abbey. <laughs> they're mad because they're not women and they can't make money off being good looking. Stop equating Pokimane to Amperanth. One is an entertainer. The other is a... There's just no reason to say that. There's no reason to say that at all. They're They're both... What I was saying is they're both... Personalities. You think that's who, you think that's who Pokimane really is? You think that's how she talks and behaves? You think that's how that you think that's her demeanor? No. Pokimane went on went on some Twitter thread about about how women who have had procedures should be honest about it because it sets up false expectations for other women. I'm like, really? They should be honest about the procedures they've had. Okay, because that, you know, if they did that, that would shatter the image, would it not? It would shatter the beauty image of what they're selling. It's their it's their brand. It's their personality. Like, I don't know, keeping your relational status private and, and, and hidden from the public pokey like that, because that would shatter the image, would it not? It would shatter the image. I didn't agree with pokey. I thought it was very hypocritical. I was like, absolutely not, pokey. They don't have to come out and say they've had procedures done. No. Number one, that's private information. And number two, it would affect the brand. It would affect what people thought. And it would shatter some of the image. Just like if you came out and said you had a boyfriend, it would shatter some of the image. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a personality. It's a show. 
you're, 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 that's not the real person sitting there in the chair. It isn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's no different than Dr. Disrespect taking off the wig and taking off the glasses. It's, it's a show. And bully for you, you did it. You jumped over 99.9% of the industry and you are set for life. You could spend the rest of your days literally streaming yourself drooling in a corner in a drug-induced stupor and you'd still be making as much money as you're making. Like, they've made it. They've absolutely made it. They're incredibly entertaining to a subset of the audience, not to me. And their image, their personality is part of what they're selling. That's no different than what Amaranth does. Amaranth is just a little bit more honest about it, To be, in my opinion. The interviews that she does and the things that she says, she actually owns what she's doing. Are you one of the cucks claiming everyone even questioning a woman is an incel? Well, you called her a hooker. You're being a douche. Is Patrick playing a character right now? He's so much better at playing the dodo in chat than I am. I may just quit. Yeah, like... You, you calling her a hooker, you're just admitting to the world that you're stupid. Like, I don't know what that's like because I feel like I'm a, I'm a decently educated human being. So I don't feel like I just walk into rooms and try to let everybody know that I'm stupid about a given subject. Like, I, I don't go into like a, you know, a science convention and start talking about, yeah, man, protractors, am I right? And they're like, what the frick? This guy's an idiot. What, this, this, protractors? That's math, bro. Like, you're, you're walking into a content creator environment, you're on YouTube, and you want to call her that. Like, you just admitted to everybody that you're stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she doesn't do any... Yeah, exactly. Calling her that is just a, is, is, is a complete misunderstanding of what she does. It's a complete misunderstanding of what she does. And again... I wasn't even talking about the content. Do you want? You know what I've said? I've actually said this. After I watched a documentary on her, I wish that she didn't do it. I wish she didn't have... Uh, number one, as a dad, I wish that she didn't do it. Because I, I, I don't think it's good for... I don't think I don't think it's good for her brain. I don't think it's good for her mental health. I, I look at her and I, I see somebody that the industry is damaging with every day and she's doing it because she cares so much about this sanctuary that she wants to build. I actually don't like that she does it. I don't like that that's how she has to make her money. But she's so she's so driven she's so driven by by that that that's all she cares about. Would you be proud of your daughter doing Amaranth's job even if she made millions a month? I would caution my daughter severely against all of the problems with doing that, using your body to make money, the psychological regret, the studies that have gone into that line of work, what the internet does to people. I would do absolutely everything I could to caution her and steer her away from it. But if she fundamentally chose to do it and was as business savvy as Amaranth, I'd be like, you're crushing it. But I but I wish you weren't. <laughs> I wish you were doing a different line of work. I can wish that and think about the, the ramifications of it and what it does to a person's soul and what that kind of content can do to a person but I'm not going to I'm not going to then be like well because you don't agree with me you're a hooker you know what I mean like you you sound I don't know you sound like you fell out of some like the, the like backwoods church and you're like well this woman is a what are you, you going to call her a hussy next like what other dumb words do you got loaded up
What blows my mind? Catch me outside. Girl making millions on OnlyFans. Good on her. Make that bank. Just say a lot about the world when folks were waiting for her to be legal age. I mean, I don't. That that's that's a whole other topic, though. As long as she was healthy and was doing the work in a way that maintained her mental and spiritual health, then yeah, I would totally support my daughter. I see, I just see. I don't know. Doesn't matter. She can afford to buy a new dad. Oh come on. It's Troy on an alt. <laughs> Uh. question also is would you prefer your daughter living at rich or struggling on minimum wage living in a cave I mean better is peace with no wealth than than massive wealth and strife right better is better is peace uh, and quiet with bread than opulence and strife like just basic wisdom literature would tell you that wealth is not everything it isn't it certainly is not everything read read any any wisdom literature read any of the great philosophers read anybody that studied psychology read anybody that studied the the mental health struggles of the of the elite and the mental health struggles of hollywood and you, and you and you think that that's 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 all you need is money? If money is the only thing that matters to you, she won. But there's a reason there's a stigma on her work and that will never go away no matter how hard liberals try. There it is. There's the other shoe. If your kids doing something successful and it's legal, you should be supportive and proud of them regardless of what it is. Yeah, I couldn't be a good... But I, in the vein of the subject, I couldn't be a good dad knowing what I know. The psychological studies and the the industry trends that are already showing up, I, would, I wouldn't be a good father if I didn't 100% say, I don't think you should do this. It's not about the money. It is not about the money. The money will not fix... It's going to hollow you out. And the money can't fill that. It can't. Money's not existentially satisfying. Like you, you, you. All you have to do again is just look at the industry trends, look at the studies, look at the people that work in that industry, and look at what happens to them. And I would one hundred percent be like, I'm against this. I can't stop you. I'm gonna do everything I can to convince you that this is a bad idea, and that wealth earned quickly or through un un couth means or whatever you want to call it that's not worth it it's it's funny i've I'm, I'm like literally been reading liter- literature about this very thing and that comes up so consistent consistently that wealth does not equate peace wealth does not equate tranquility in the heart and the soul it doesn't you're equating it like, oh yeah, you make all this money, that's all that matters, and it's like, no. I'm telling you, I watched that Vice documentary, and I, I, I'm not kidding you, as a dad, I cried. I'm, I'm very emotional. I've always been emotional, and being in, seeing a therapist for four months has made me more emotional. I am not telling you that for, like, points. It's, 
It's not a. It's not like a big, you know, masculine masculinity triumph of 2022 to be like, bro. I watched that documentary and I friggin' cried. I was like, gee, many Christmas. She's hollowing herself out for these animals. She's totally. She's totally giving everything she's got. She's not just giving her work ethic. She's not just giving the hours in her day. She's giving her soul to this. She's like, listen, I'm going to lay myself on this altar and I'm going to sacrifice everything I've got for these animals. And I got, I, it just destroyed me. I was like, this is so bad. This isn't worth it. There's got to be another way. You got to get out of this. There's a point where you need a certain amount and studies show it's about 75 a year. Right, there's like a happy middle ground, right. I'm not saying you want to live in poverty, right? But you also, wealth wealth is not, doesn't bring everything people think it does. There's a stigma on women working because of puritanical, patriarchal, sexist BS. It's old and it's dying a slow death. Bro's here literally slinging slurs and hate. I feel sorry for any women who know you. Bro, I mean, come on, you honestly believing the BS she's doing it for the animals? Not for the millions she makes for herself. Give me a break. Yeah, because I'm I'm not an unkind person like you are. I have capacity in my heart for empathy and sympathy. I feel like you are you are in a dark place. I don't feel like you're in a good place the way that you judge people and the way that you lack empathy and sympathy. You can't be a very happy person. Ju- judgment and crassness and, and cynicism are not the hallmarks of a happy person. I watched that documentary and yeah, I believed her. I believed her. She cried. She got emotional. Every moment she gets, she's hanging out with these horses. That wasn't fake. You think she's on some kind of like PR move when she does that? You think the people that support her and pay her money and support her, you you think that they needed that Vice documentary to support her? No. They support her because they like looking at her. That, That documentary was just raw honesty. She doesn't look the same anymore. She doesn't smile the same anymore. She's she she gets emotional the minute she talks about the animals. Yes, I believe her. Why would she lie? Her customers don't care. Exactly. She doesn't gain any PR points with anybody that consumes her content by being like, I'm doing it all for the animals. As, as she howls herself out and crouches in a corner and eats cold pizza. Are you freaking kidding me? called being realistic it's like believing exxon Mobil cares about the environment nothing but pr yeah i i feel sorry for people like you that go through life so cynical man i, I don't see I, does the sunset make you feel good does music usher you up into a state of euphoria when's the last time you belly laughed like how often do you smile in a day you don't sound like you live a happy or good or fulfilling life just full of cynicism and anger i just it, 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 it judging her does nothing for your soul it does nothing for you the moment she gets old it'll just be money nothing left yeah, that's what I mean that's what I mean I can hold both things in my hand I can respect how brilliant she is, how hardworking she is, how smart she is, and also be like, my gosh, I wish you weren't doing this to yourself. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good. I think I can hold both realities in my hand. To care and to sympathize and empathize for her as a person, but to also be like, my gosh, you're brilliant. 
And that's the part that kind of kills me. It's like, as smart as you are, can't you get off this merry-go-round a little bit sooner? I think the money's just too good. The money's too good. It gets her closer to her goal every day. Where is this documentary? Vice did it. I'm going to fair warn you, it's, it's, it's her, so you're going to see content that's not safe for work. There's no nudity in it, but I mean, obviously, she gets pretty doggone close. It's not safe for work. So Vice, V-I-C-E, Vice did a documentary on Amaranth, and I think it's well worth watching if you think that she's just a, like the guy in chat said, you just think she's a hooker or something. I choose to live in a world filled with good people trying to do their best. Living in such a dark world is punishing yourself. Choose the assumption that make life easier. I think there's a happy medium. I don't want to be do I don't want to be a doe-eyed dum-dum, but I also don't want to be like a like a a, a, a pinched-faced angry cynic that's just always got my face scrunched up and like Neh. We should move on to something that is safe for work. It's moments like this why I'm glad radio is different now. Way too many moments where someone baits out a walking straw man and then their horrible take is used to paint people with a broad brush. Oh, fairy man, you're terrible. You're friggin' terrible. I don't know. That that's that's a, that's a that's a that's a soft spot for me. It's a soft spot for me as a dad when people are going to speak ill of her. Like I don't I don't I don't take that very kindly because I like her and I and I hope I hope she I hope she gets to do what she wants to do and I hope she's okay. But people start taking shots like that, I get angry. I think this combo has gone on long enough. Can we just talk about how D2 is a dead game or something? <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself doe-eyed. I don't think you're doe-eyed, Zubair, but I do think there are people that would, would say similar things that you said, and they can be a bit of a doe-eyed dum-dum. Like, oh, the world's just great. It's like, not that, I wasn't saying that you were. What's her end goal? She wants to open up an animal sanctuary. That's all she cares about. D2, never heard of her. PS Plus looking good. Yeah, we rode this train till the wheels fell off. We made it to about the two-hour mark. We made it to about the two-hour mark. It's tough. It's tough. We we didn't get we didn't get enough life out of this morning. We did not get enough life out of this morning, unfortunately. Um, sadly, and I don't know what we should do. We, it's way it's way too early to go over to radio. So, PS Plus is going to kill Game Pass. Make a server in V. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing that and just playing the the PvE environment. Any plans to play Div 2 again? Let me know when she opens up the sanctuary or goes to the hub. Don't be that way. Yeah, I don't even want to go down that path, Eugene, but I agree with you. It's there's a lot of yeah, that's concerning there. V rising is hard. Playing it now. 
I'm tempted to boot the game up and just see because you know if I can get in and my computer doesn't crash. My computer loves to crash. It will not crash. It just freezes. Servers are limited to 40. Love the Rocky Tea. Thank you. If you like the Rocky Tea Italian Stallion, you can get it in the uh, you can get it in the 80s teas, 80s movies collection. I have read uh, next. Yeah, that's fine. No, you can't track my progress. Don't do that. Don't 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 mess with my stuff. Let's just see if the computer doesn't freeze. Uh, full screen 25. We don't want motion blur, but we do want V-Sync. Um, screen shake, none. Sound, controls. Wait, can you use a, can you use a, um, can you use a controller in this game? Or do you have to mouse and keyboard? Yeah, we may do. We may just switch to this uh, wheeze because the, the the wheels have fallen off. Oh, keyboard, mouse only. Dad gummit. Mm, Elder Ring crashes a lot on PC. No, my PC has something weird that it does. Okay, my PC will. If I can get past the sixty second mark, I'm good. But randomly, when I load up games, in the first 60 seconds, my, my whole computer just... And just I, nothing. I have, to, I have to turn it off, manually turn it off, and, and reboot it. It's so random. The only thing that seems to help is I run MSI Afterburner, and that seems to help a little bit. So I don't know if the, if the graphics card is having trouble initializing the fans or something, and it just senses a temperature spike and it shuts down. I don't know. I heard it's running bad, like 30 to 40 FPS on a good rig. Really? To be fair, this is about a, this stream was about a list of games. Hard to make a one-hour stream enticing. Just a list of people can read in two minutes. Well, for sure. The debate was lively and the debate was enjoyable. That's usually where the value comes from for us. That's usually where the value comes from. Um... Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. It launched today. Well, we might get we might get decent viewership on it because we can do a redirect and take a good and take a good amount of people over to check this game out, and then we'll go over to radio. We it's just it's way too early to go over to radio. I don't like doing that. If you go if you if you consistently go over to radio at random times, just because we're you know it's not our fault the five oh five thing was weak, um, but if we do that too much, we're going to make that channel really unpredictable. And then, you know, potentially hurt it. Because people be like, I don't understand. I thought you went live around three. Um, and that's that's just probably a good habit to not, not be constantly jumping the gun. Okay. And we do have redirect now. We fixed redirect. So I'll be able to bring you guys with us when we... Uh, when we go to the other when we go to the other channel so that makes that like very seamless make sure you get inhales when you're playing <gasps> yeah oh gosh that poor guy that poor guy man what a shame 
If I was him, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, I'm, I, you know, he, you can tell that guy's highbrow. That guy's highbrow, top shelf talent, and and you got him sounding like a freaking wind tunnel with your with your your recording the audio team. I would just be absolutely livid if I was him. I'd be livid. How do they fix redirect? I fixed redirect, Zubair. Me! (laughs) They were clueless. They had me escalated up to like the fifth... It was like the fifth person. Hi, so-and-so taken over here. Can you record the footage of you trying to do it? What the frick is that going to do for you? I click on the button and this is what it shows me. Anyway, we have four channels, one of which is the really old big channel. It's so old that it's not a brand channel. And you can convert your channel into a brand channel. And Creature said something last night that alarm bells went off in my head. He's like, that's the only channel I can't see everything on. I don't get it. And I said, you know what? Back in the day, we considered switching it to a brand channel, but we were worried we would lose the really old videos, and I didn't want to lose those videos. That's when we were still streaming over there and doing content. We were still doing a variety show. I saw, I was like, let's just switch it to a brand channel and see what happens. So I switch it to the brand channel. He immediately can see way more and magically all of a sudden all my channels can now redirect again. It was the first thing I checked. So I was like, and he's like, why do they not know this? I was like, probably because whoever works for YouTube is too new to the company to even know about this being a potential problem. It's like, so I emailed him. I said, here's what we did. This is how we fixed it. Because if they encounter this problem with anybody else, they can say, is one of your channels not a brand channel? And if it's not switched to brand, it won't get this feature. It'll break all your other channels. So, yeah. That's what we got. (laughs) So, I fixed it. (laughs) I just figured it out. I kind of just deduced. I was like, Creature doesn't have as much permissions because of this reality. So this channel probably can't get as much permissions because of this reality. And it's affecting all of our channels. Oh, and we didn't lose all the old videos. So, hilariously enough, all the problems we've experienced with that channel back in the day might have been resolved if we would have just converted it to a brand channel. It was always really late to get features. It always had weird problems. It always had stuff not working right. Well, yeah, that was probably one of the reasons. And nobody ever told us that that might have been one of the causes of our problems. I told him. I told him over the phone. I was like, it's me and you you against the world, bro. Me and you against the world. Nobody's helped us with anything. We've had to discover all this stuff on our own. All the going live tricks we've learned, all the little things we've figured out, we've had to completely figure it out all on our own. Completely on our own. It's a shame. So, hopefully, hopefully, they can continue rolling out great features and we can get into the gifted sub initiative gifted member initiative because that'll be huge for us that's the next thing we need we got to sort out this url thing they did something with the dns and it it still isn't working but but um you know the 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 fact of the matter is if we can redirect i can build i can build and do something i can because we we've proven that with this channel so, all right, give me a second. I'm going to use the restroom. We're going to get back and jump into V Rising to check it out. I think Wheezy might be playing with me. Um, and then 
we will uh, also be going over to Reforge Radio. I've got some theories about what's going on with Ubisoft and Ubisoft Plus. We didn't get into it in this stream. I'm kind of saving that for Reforge Radio. And not only that, Reforge Radio isn't topic-driven. So we're only going to cover that for a little bit, and then we're going to have a ton more gaming news to cover. And we're really hoping to see a bunch of you come over there with us. We're really needing people, if you have a membership on what is now Reforge First Look, we need you to move that membership over to radio. Your memberships here don't do anything with but if you have a membership on Reforge First Look, there's no reason to have that. Is V-Rising only PC? For now, yes. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to hit some ads. Consider becoming a member or ordering some coffee. We are working on a membership goal. We got three new members today, so thank you to the new members. And we haven't sold any coffee yet today, so you can be the first coffee order. I'm going to hit some ads as well. That does support the channel. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. For uh, We'll be diving into V-Rising gameplay. We need them wheeze comms for V Rising. Okay. 
Okay, V Rising Redirect is set. We'll send out a tweet. I'm gonna go over here. Let's do, um, I guess we'll just stay green. There's a link in chat in case redirect fails. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Checking out V Rising today. The beginning of the video might be a little bit like trying to set up the stream, trying to set up the server. Wanted to check this one out on the launch date. I got a community member that is going to be playing with me and maybe anybody else that has it. I'll be putting that game password in stream. So I might have to hide gameplay periodically when I set that aspect up. We wanted to check this game out. It is mouse and keyboard only, so I might have to sit a little weird... um, something that I'm not, you know, accustomed accustomed to. I should be able to unplug my mouse. No, because I don't have the dongle plugged in. Shoot. We'll have to we'll have to figure this out. I'll have to bring my mouse up. Well, that's not going to work. I should have figured that out. Before I went live, let me bring everybody over from the redirect. 